Can you say cerveza? It's time for the beer podcast, Morty. Worst beer podcast ever. Steve and Adam. Ah, funny guys. Hop Nation USA, beer podcast leaders for over five years. It's episode 271 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. And if you can tell from the great acoustics, this is a once in a year type event. We are back in the Parkway Theater Lounge Theater. We're at Abjuration. This is fantastic. Yeah. This, is, this is the best setup I think we have ever had for an on-location podcast. Yes, this is the best setup we've ever had because the acoustics are great. Mm-hmm. The chairs are comfy. And we got some real professional mic stands that were left over from another production. <laughs> <laughs> we are willing to pick up other people's scraps. Hell yeah. Don't leave your stuff around because I'm a scavenger. Ah. <laughs> uh, Yes. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I really am. Yeah, of course. But anybody who's been listening to this program for any length of time, they know we basically do a yearly show here at Abjuration because they were one of the first breweries to inter- invite us into their space at the beginning of the podcast. And now here we are you know, five years later for both of us, really. Yeah. We have risen together. <laughs> we we celebrated our five year in March and Abjuration will be celebrating their five year coming up November twenty sixth. Good old after Thanksgiving weekend for them. It's gonna be a mad rush weekend. Oh yeah. But tonight we're joined by the owners and brewers, Dave and Tom. Say hello, fellas. Hey everybody. How you guys doing? Thank you for having us. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for again allowing us to come into your space and you know steal all the things that are left around. <laughs> oh, yeah, Not no. nailed down. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get here by uh, always rounding every corner off. <laughs> Sometimes you got to, you know, take the easy, easy way through. But uh, whoever's equipment this is, rest assured, we will put everything back. Oh, it's definitely Aaron. Aaron. Definitely Aaron. Uh, yeah. I think our, it's our beneficial host yeah, of this side. The venue stuff. Yeah, the Parkway Theater. They do uh, comedy normally on Tuesday night, but I guess with the inclement weather, they didn't decide to do it. Oh, okay. Or they're outside and the bartender's keeping them off either way. <laughs> um, so one of the things. Where it's ours for now. <laughs> yeah, for always for now. They do a lot of different stuff over here throughout the week. And it's right now with the traction that the movies are getting, it's really good for this side. We always want to see them thrive. Mm-hmm. Um we're, we actually get kind of lost in what we're doing. So every <laughs> once in a while, like like today, it's like it's always a good moment to like, oh, yeah, okay, we're here again. Let's do mm-hmm. this. You know, as a as a reminder that we went around the sun again and the whole thing. Like, it, it only seems like it's been a minute. Right on. We made it. Yeah. We made it another year. <laughs> we made it another year. We did it. Yeah, I mean, it also helps that, you know, your anniversary is towards the end of the year anyway. So, <laughs> but if we're at abjuration, that means we're drinking abjuration beer. And we have a brand new one, one that we haven't had on the show, because that's what we try to do. I mean, and again, if you listen to the show at any length, you know that we drink abjuration throughout the year. Yes. But then this is where we get our big abjuration haul. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, especially so, after, you know what I mean? That's yeah. always the, the, the fun part. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You know, dealer's choice is always a good thing to have here. <laughs> Spin the wheel. But uh, yeah, with that, uh, Dave or Tom, feel free to introduce the first beer we're drinking tonight. I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, this is... Uh, this is uh, Zach's baby. This is an oat lager, so it's essentially just an American light lager with uh, two row notes. I, no, actually, I'm, I'm wrong. It's not two row. It's Pilsner. It's mm. German Pilsner notes. That's it. It's oh, that's okay. pretty much that simple. Um, he homebrewed this like way in the early on. Didn't he oak stave it? No, no, no. He used a weird. He used pico. You mm. know that hop, that P E. Am I probably saying it wrong? 
P-E-I. Just like cucumber. So like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's <laughs> but uh, I loved like the base of that beer. And I also liked it because, you know, we can, we've been having some fun with lager strains. So it's kind of cool to do something that's kind of like, wait, what is that? You know, I love it. I think it came out great. I think it has a little bit of creaminess. There's earthiness in there too, though, because the, the, you know, the oats give that. There's a little bit of Eldorado in there just to kind of like, not really, not quite brighten it up, but just kind of lean into the, you know, the earthy melaniness. Yeah. And, uh, Gives it like a little bit of a punch that mm-hmm. rather than just being kind of a, a crackery yeah. pilsner. Yeah. Or lager. Yeah, that's the yep. right. That's well, the right on it. Yeah. I, I think that's the, the oats too. They kind of take it in this weird way that you're not really expecting. But. Mm-hmm. We've been cool. using a lot of uh, oats in not, I mean, we've always used an F ton of oats. <laughs> I mean, it's never been something we shied away from. I love oats. I think it's always been a good grain to use. And, um, but we've, I don't know, with Zach really has been doing a lot for us. And this is, this is a really good shine for us for the five year is that Zach's now the head brewer. And I mean, Dave still writes all the songs and we all play his music mm-hmm. for people at home. But, uh, like he's definitely like, like taking like as much on as he possibly can in every possible way. Right now he's on his honeymoon. So we could talk good Otherwise about him. He'd probably be on if you guys were For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's busy doing one thing in his life. That's way more important than this, which is his honeymoon. So we all go like, Oh knock. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Gentle cap nod towards his, uh, his work he did here tonight, too. Yeah. I think he did a really great job. Yeah, I, you know, for the listeners at home, you can go back a couple episodes and listen to the the Homebrewers event uh, that that we did here at Abjuration because Zach was paired with one of the homebrewers. The, he spent a little bit time talking about like how he had ideas for doing more mm-hmm. loggers here and everything. So, you know, it's good to see that nice. this is a fruit of those, you know, ideations that he had and... I tell you, it is completely different from a lot of lagers you'll see. Yes, this it is, is. This is one of the palest beers I've ever mm-hmm. seen, and it is actually right on par with Allagash White. Yes, it is. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like Allagash White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, on, it's on the blue moon side of the force mm-hmm. for, for those that maybe not, haven't had Allagash White. Yeah. As far as being that super pale, uh, I love it. I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has a very interesting look to it. Doesn't it? It's very light. <laughs> well, yeah. it, because uh, for me, I'm so trained with lager, it's going to have that copper color to it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the automatic correlation. Mm-hmm. And then as, for, as soon as I saw this poured up, I'm like, wait a minute, did they pour the right beer? <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like Allagash White. And it, like it also has a little bit of that haze, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming is because of the oats. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then to taste it, though, it also doesn't drink what you would think of as like a usual Pilsner. Um. I don't want to say it's as good as Pilsner Urkel because I think that's like my favorite Pilsner <laughs> and I don't like Pilsner. So, <laughs> but the, like it has its own uniqueness in that it has like that kind of bigger mouthfeel up front. That it's a little, it's a little creamier. And then the back end does have that bitterness that's popped by the hops. Mm-hmm. So like it has, it, like it has interesting flavors all throughout. It doesn't just taste like fucking vfw fucking crackers it's kind of a (laughs) it's kind of a beer drinker's beer because there's there's a lot there to kind of dissect and figure out what's going on so you keep coming back to it it's crispy yet has mouthfeel yeah it is very crispy i think is the the i'm I'm glad a lot of people didn't come here that i think are real snobbish about it because i don't want anybody to see this come until it's like four more iterations down the road (laughs) and they're like oh my goodness that's really really great i'm like yeah you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we still have a lot of art here to really to go through, and and that, that's another thing. And, and you, 
not to say that I think everybody at home has to do a shot or drink beer at least every time we say the words five and year next to each other. So <laughs> be the, the theme of the We're podcast. not going to have any listeners left. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're at home, we hope. Uh, you know, or they're ripped at the treadmill. Yeah. Either way, you know what I mean? They'll just keep going. It'll auto-play into our back catalog. We're going to get record numbers. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> but, uh, but in that same way, I think this this definitely shows, even in year five, the, the team is still pushing boundaries every day possible. Mm-hmm. Every single beer we make has the idea of, will the customers notice? Absolutely. Yes. Because we want them to see our heart in it, if nothing else. And that's why we make these beers. I think uh, this has got Zach's heart right up front. Mm-hmm. He fights hard. He fights so damn hard. Like, I, I couldn't be more impressed with someone who – we got a lot of people that want to come in here and they say, hey, let's collaborate, you know? And then six years later, like, you know, we really never got around to doing that, did we? And you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you get a lot of people that, uh, you know, they don't, you know, we always call it a fight club a bit. You got to stay on the porch for a while and show us you really care. <laughs> um, but in that way, Zach cared from minute one and fought really hard. And, and so everything we, Dave and I do is self-taught. You know, nobody showed Dave too much about how to make beer. And the same with me. Like we both essentially did our own thing. You know, we had a lot of YouTubes and a lot of helps and a lot of friends, <laughs> you know, a lot of friends, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Especially peers. Like my uncle came out once and he was like, we did a little run through and you got to listen, you know? Yep. What do you want to say about that, Dave? You're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good on that. <laughs> okay, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, I, I would say then specifically just for like nobody showed Dave what to do. He, mm. You know what I mean? We were eight years into homebrewing and we made the jump, you know, because it was, it was time, you know? And, now and thank goodness you did. They've all heard this before, Tom. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, right. So, <laughs> there's there's always, the recap. There's always, there's always, always good. recap of the five-year. Yeah, year, mm-hmm. so. yeah I, just to jump back to the beer for a second, though, like, it's interesting that you mentioned, Dave, that, like, the first kind of iteration that Zach did was made with, like, a different kind of hop that mm-hmm. gave it, like, a cucumbery flavor. And, like, this one has but more this earth. This is my opinion on Pico. I, I don't, <laughs> like I don't herbal, know that hop, so. Herbal cucumber. <laughs> yeah. Strange. Yeah, I've never had that hop, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know it that well, mm-hmm. but I think it, I think this one would be really interesting uh, because it, t- it like the Eldorado is just kind of there present as like an earthy bitter. It's not yeah, you know, it, like it doesn't stand out in a way yeah. that you. Yeah, we did put a little bit of it on the front end to try to just give like a little like just brighten it up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was worried how earthy it would be from the the yeah. oats. But uh, yeah, I'd be interested in like different different iterations. Like, what does this taste like with a strata? What does this sure. taste okay, with? We'll change. We can change the hop. We can also we. Yes. I, I'd hate to hurt the color of it now, mm-hmm. but you could use there's there are malted oats. Mm-hmm. Many options mm-hmm. of different versions of malted oats now with all the mm-hmm. craft malting, and I mean like crystal oats. There's all. I mean, oh yeah, you could do you could do a lot with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I agree. We'll, we'll you. play around in the in this this. <laughs> I mean, I know you guys will because you guys love yeah, the star yeah, for sure. Well, guys, no, we're talking about doing a dark dark oat, oat log. Oh, nice. Right? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know you guys love to start with a base and then just make iteration First, off of that. Yep. So yeah, obsess on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Four hundred and thirty on Untapped right now, including some of the festival beers. Really? <laughs> yeah, the four hundred thirty beers. I mean, but granted, we had what probably. 30 or 40 when we started. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's, there's someone on tap that shouldn't be on there. Right, yeah. Exactly. Like we're, it, we, ju- we did just pass like 400, so. Yeah. yeah. And it was, a, you know, for us, it's still really, really crazy, that, you know, how we always had the idea that, you know, we should just make the best beer possible and see what happens. So, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, this is one of those beers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and again, for like listeners at home, like that 400 is, it, it is a lot of iteration of, you know, like, y- yes, you guys have, like, a lot of different beer styles, but there's also a lot of iteration in there. Of, For sure. Like, which is, which I always appreciated because it's, like, a front-facing 
transparency for the customer, mm-hmm. you know, like plenty yeah, of other right. com- co- yeah. plenty of other companies will just brew something and call it that, but they'll change the right. recipe as it fits for you know budgets and whatever fucking ingredients are available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas you guys will just say, yeah. yeah, we changed the ingredient. So yeah. this is yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. version is the change of the ingredient. The iteration is mm. the di- exact copy of a previous one. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we won't even change the version. So yeah. like the short spear right now is 1.0. That's yeah. what it was last year. We didn't change. Same as iteration of that version. Mm-hmm. Right on. So we've, uh, we've made more than, 430 beers in that time period. Right. Because we made a lot of beers more than once. Right. And, you know, they don't just get a, another notch on them because we made it again. Right. And so that You don't want to have inflated numbers. Yeah. And it's really a tracking system for us. And the whole the whole thing was so the customer knows what they're getting, but also so we can keep track because we knew this was going to get really gnarly really fast. <laughs> and Dave took the brunt of all of that. You're going to hear a lot of that tonight about, you know, <laughs> Sisyphus uh, rolled the rock up the hill, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the thing is you got to think he's happy about doing it. And Dave's rolled a lot of rocks up a lot of hills. I've rolled a couple of rocks myself. You know what I mean? And uh, But you got to think, like, this is our joy. It's what we do because we, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the end of the day, it's net positive. So, right. you know. Yeah. What else would you be doing? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So uh, with that, let's uh, kind of move on and look ahead. We're, we're talking about like what's going on. And again, it's always the anniversary when we come by. So what are the big plans for the anniversary this year? Bunch of beers on. Yeah, just a bunch of beers. Um, Blue Sparrow's going to be here at like 5 o'clock. Yeah, That's okay. always a big, nice, nice yeah. yank. Uh, we'll have a jazz band from like 6 to 8. Uh, Rod- Roger Romero. Uh, we'll have a, a, ni- a nice jazz band put together for us. So that should be really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, if the weather <laughs> helps well, at all, we're going to do something <laughs> fun outside. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we're definitely – well, we'll probably have a remote set up as well. Yeah. Even if – unless it's like raining constantly all day, we won't. Right. But, but we could put it in the theater. We could put it in the back. We could put yeah, it anywhere yeah. we want just to make sure we have like a second place to serve some beers from mm. to take some of the heat off. Yeah, but, uh, so but there'll be different beers than we have out there. So we'll okay, have yeah. like I don't know, like twenty five. Some beers just know the number, but yeah, a lot of beers on tap. Yeah. It's our, it's it's the, it, I don't know. It's in a way it to the to you guys. It's our big fun extravaganza, but us, it's the most work right. done in the back <laughs> oh, of for house sure <laughs> the entire year. It's so in a way, it's like in, especially we're like right now, like two weeks away from or a week and a half, 10 days, how many days away? I don't know. Today's the 15th, it's the 26th, so 11 days away. Yeah. Right? Math checks. So, right, yeah. So as we speak now, and it's the, we're in the trench part. I ran up and grabbed some bottles, mm-hmm. you know, did a thing today, ran out of equipment. Dave's literally every day has to plan out what we're doing because if not, nothing hits. Mm-hmm. And it's so important for us to make things happen. And, you know, the, the best part is when the customer gets to have a great time. Yeah. You right. know, like you're in our living room and we want you to feel relaxed and fun. And just and every every one so far of our anniversaries has been nothing but just a vibe festival the entire. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you know, knock knock on all the woods, you mm-hmm. know, just uh, your five is gonna be fantastic. It can't be worse than last year. It was snowing last year. Exactly right. All I can do is snow again. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. We, we've dealt with snow before. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, every time I've been here for the anniversary, it's been a great time, and you know, people obviously appreciate it, and it it has that. Kind of nice, uh, kind of fade in, fade out from, you know, fade into Christmas, but fade out from Black Friday and yeah. Thanksgiving and everything. So, Steve, you're, you're exactly picking up on the yeah. energy I feel. 
the, we put it the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We, we, we talked Dave and I together because you're done with your family and stuff and you just really want to wind down yeah. and go out, talk to people, have a beer, have a moment that has nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. And we want to give you the best beers to have that moment in. And uh, that's what we get to do with our anniversary party, yeah. I think. Yeah, nobody wants to cook, so you get Blue Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm so damn right. It's a, it's a good weekend. You know what I mean? It, we, we get kind of both like some people like, oh, I'm out of town every yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. But we get a lot of people like, I'm only in town every Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> yeah, so. right. Absolutely. So yeah. it's cool. And, and it's sort of like, I don't know, it's like it's, you get to open your heart up for it. So it's a, it, to me, it's the beginning of like the whole process of the the end of the year for right. me. So. Yeah. And since it's the fifth year, you know, you got to go big with it as well. Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, have a, we have some fun beers planned, so it, they're all you, on that's track. A, that's not, that sounds like a little bit of a sneak peek there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think we'll, we'll we're going we're gonna to drink one of them tonight. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Can we give any hints on anything else that might be hitting? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, so we're doing a sour. I'm going to keep it generic, but we're doing a sour that has five different adjuncts for five years. So nice, Uh, kind of the 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 best of the best. (laughs) It'll be ridiculous, (laughs) but it needs to be ridiculous, right? Um, And that's tap only, right? No, no, no. no, That'll be canned. Oh, we're canned. I wasn't sure if that was the one booster on the one barrel. Okay, I'm not even talking about the, the draft beers that day. Well, yeah. those will have to be a surprise. And then we're obviously, we do a triple every anniversary. So mm-hmm. we're doing a triple again. The triple so, IPA. For yeah. Those mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The big, the big, yeah. the big hoppy boy. And yep. it's, it's, it's coming in with thunderous, thunderous yep. hoppiness. We're just kicking the door in. We, every <laughs> single one of the, the, we did the triple mango, we've done triple IPA, we've done triple, uh, this one's another triple uh, IPA straight up in that way. And they're all door busters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've, I don't know, they don't last long. <laughs> <laughs> And we had them in 16 ounce cans that one year, and that was they were just punishingly good. <laughs> You're like, okay, uh, that's my afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to plan around it a little bit. For sure. What uh, what can people expect? Uh, can can you give the hop profile on the triple this year? Or sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, sque- uh, I'll squeeze a little something. Yeah. Out. We're, we're playing cards here. It's like uh, um, yeah, we uh, heavy citra mm-hmm. um, with a little touch of motueka on the dry hop, and then, oh, oh sorry, All right. heavy citra, chinook, motueka, and then the the bittering is Idaho Seven, so mm. it's actually first word hop to just get some of the oils in there. Mm. Um, it's it's actually very similar to last year's triple, which was like the big gun of Citra Mosaic Motueka, but yeah. instead of Mosaic, it's Chinook, but it's Michigan Chinook. So a mm. uh, little little more, little juice in there from that Chinook as well, but the same like Chinook-like, you know, smack you around with pine. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you dig that? So, well, especially Michigan uh, Chinook, I think, I, you know, everyone wants to say like, what's their favorite version of what? I actually think for whatever reason, Michigan makes a fantastic Chinook. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we've enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, so is there any reason why the Michigan Chinook is a little bit better? Is there something? I don't on, know. On it's it's all those that, climbs and whatnot, you know? I mean, we're looking at, like, what comes from Yakima, because mm-hmm. Yakima is like, you know, they always want to say, you know, all the things that grow next to Sativa grow great with the hoppies, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, you know, the Golden Triangle in California makes some great hops, but uh, Michigan does some great stuff. Hmm. Michigan yeah, Hop I mean, Alliance. I don't know. We, 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 yeah, it's, it's really good. It's different. It's unique. So, mm-hmm. right cool. On. Yeah. I'll admit, I never think of Michigan when I think of hops. 
Well, and, and they really do a good job with it. They have a whole thing. There's a there. couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have. Uh, we actually have one right now. Uh, we're doing a collab with uh, Michigan Hop Farm. Okay. For so I don't want to. I don't want to give anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there people are growing hops. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time before they figure out their climates and they make a product that everyone wants. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know you, Dave, you grow your own hops. I do. Uh, I do. Yeah. Have, yeah. Is there anything those, on? So those hops are hops that I get from like people from the Michigan climate. Oh, okay. So they grow very well right, here because yeah. they're used to growing in this area. And I mean, you're, they're like, you know, 10, 15 years in now, at least 10. Oh, okay. Um, so not the hops that I plant. I just mean like their, their culture. Of right, the right. Hops, yes. And they just know they like this climate. I mean, year year one, the hops here in McKee's Rocks are like aggressive. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Dave's alluding to our beer garden that was uh, this year's real feature. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we managed to get. I, I mean, it, at very first, you watch stuff and you're like, these plants are never going to go because they're little tiny guys. And Dave's mm-hmm. like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Because you know <laughs> I mean? he's 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 got a lot more years in. You know, he's been growing hops himself. I know, you doubted me. You doubted me. I did a little bit. There's a little, yeah. especially on the one side. I was like, oh, they're going to be little. Yeah. And well, well, I did fail in one area, but yeah. yeah. It's okay. That's, it, it was a peccadillo. So, uh, it was a uh, small sin for those at home. Peccadillo. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> just a word at the moment. The um, <laughs> P-E-C-C-D-L-O. D-I-L-O. Um, anyway, the hops took off and are so big outside. Yeah. Oh, I was I'm almost like I'm, a, I'm like terrified a druid of spell. what it's going to be like, next year. I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dave doesn't want to play the druid character in the party, but you know, obviously I'm a berserker, anti paladin up front, and then Dave's going to be the druid. I think this beer garden has been pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> just green, just growing and green thumbing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And I've seen his talents that's, for many years on 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 everything. What am I doing? Why I can I'm good at handling yeast too. My yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. You're you're druid, a grower. Right, Your take, children I'll are. Take, I'll Strong too, the cultivator. Yeah, man. Class for sure. It's good. It's good. I've seen you play a druid before too. Yeah, yep. once with uh, Floof. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we, we so we yeah, actually we're used to be nerds right. when we were kids. Yeah, so we used we to play. be. Yeah, yeah, because we're old now. We don't have time to play D anD. We're running a brewery and a. This is making you stop to, being nerds. Get, we're trying to get a gaming night together. Honestly, It'd be crazy. It was Monday too. Here, yeah. I would. I just don't want to have to do the prep work for other people. That sucks. I'm well, sure you find that, I'm another sure there's DMs out there. Yeah, you we find another dungeon. Oh, for sure. need a DM who wants to, you know. Well, now's your chance. Put put it out. There's oh yeah, Monday we're gaming. Looking for oh, a we're looking up. for somebody to run some games on Monday. Yeah, Monday nights. nights so. we, I only have a couple games that I bought in my house before the pandemic. One of which was Pandemic, <laughs> and uh, so now I have, we have an expansion. We haven't really gotten to me and my girlfriend, but uh, we played the original of like four. We got all of the small expansions for it and stomped them all. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no losses currently. I don't think. I don't think we've lost those. The uh, game versus uh, the players, right? Okay. So, so like the way the game goes is like you have to beat the game, mm-hmm. yeah. And how the cards are arranged or how the things are done. So, huh? But uh, Monday night would be really good for us, uh, especially <laughs> we normally close around nine and football doesn't even start till t- eight. You know, and we're, as breweries don't get to go till two in the morning. So, right. If you have a late Monday night game, we've you know legally been forced to be closed for a while, and so mm. nobody wants to be told to go home. <laughs> so, if anybody is interested in in uh, DMing or starting up a game night, yeah, oh yeah, it's just on know, Facebook always. Yeah, it's up on Facebook. How you know? Send us an email. We'll pass yeah. it along. I mean, le- the very least, your of age players may have a beer while they enjoy mm-hmm. the courtyard. You know, 
I so the, match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to call the infield here where all the Aaron stuff oh. is when he's closed. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be a little cool, cool with the D&D part of it. The courtyard. <laughs> the courtyard. <laughs> yeah. The gathering. The mezzanine. Yeah, we're, we're digressing like an album after right now. So we love you guys. But Sorry for everybody at home who listened to us. Just, you know, it's like my fault. It's pretty much expected. Yeah. <laughs> There's a <laughs> big overlap between our audience and D&D players. Yeah. Right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's they're, plenty they're of nerds right listening. So I'm a second edition guy. Teaches controversy. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. I'm a 3.5 man myself, oh, so yeah. I understand. Oh, yeah. 3.5 is the, the kids' mm-hmm. sweet spot. Uh, I, I just <laughs> now who okay. feels left out, Steve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I, I get the references. Did I just ever, don't play the game. Did you console or anything? Did you ever game? Um, I play like I play plenty of RPGs that are like similar. Yeah, right. You know, like Baldur's Gatey type stuff. Or, yeah, yeah. I play okay. and like played Diablo and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, Diablo so, like, Spaniel. Yeah, so like I'm aware. I just never played tabletop. I oh played, no, yeah. I played one game of uh, Battle Mech. Oh yeah, with this oh, with this yeah, kid yeah. in high school, and oh. it was such a miserable experience. <laughs> oh, I never wanted to go back because yeah. like he like him and his dad were really really into it. You need a pocket oh, calculator yeah. for like spread yeah. of missiles, mm-hmm. like right, <laughs> right. It's like this one's three degrees off on the spread pattern. Oh, yeah. it's horrifying. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, and it was just in the game was just me, him, and his dad. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, this isn't like fun at all. Like, who the fuck gets into this? <laughs> and like, and so I never played tabletop again because oh, for sure, horrible like, experience. Yeah. Like now I'm to the point like I probably would play it again and enjoy it, but I just knew like now I know how people have fun. Oh yeah, you know, because like yeah. there's plenty of like D and D podcasts that you can listen to, oh, and they're sure. very entertaining because yeah. they'll tell you a good story. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that's the point of sto- tell- telling a story, oh, okay, now I get it. It's not fucking doing math on missile spread, as you just said. <laughs> yeah, right, absolutely. <laughs> and saying, <laughs> Extra homework. Your, your lasers are overheated. You can't shoot again. Yes. Well, what the fuck kind of game is this? Right, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it can't shoot again? <laughs> so well, You need bigger heat sinks, yeah. Steve. I mean, we, we can go into it if you want to know about your heat sinks. <laughs> but you went in with, uh, you know, you can't just go charging with lasers <laughs> if you have these tiny little. So what happens is heat sinks where you dissipate heat on your lasers in that game. So if they're tiny, then you can only shoot so many at so much strength. And you, you, turn. you know the other like the, <laughs> the other side of this nux from Dave on that one because he's played this game before yeah. and oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. actually explaining it correctly. Yeah. Well, so the other side of that is I played I played like Armor Core and Mech Warrior. Oh yes, which oh, is what I, that shit is based mm, on. Yes, and no. I played those on the PC bef- PC and PlayStation before I played the tabletop, oh, and I was like, "Oh, this fucking blows!" I'm oh, going yeah. back to Armored Core and like for sure. Oh yeah, Dude, we, we played is, all these games. We played Armored yeah. Core. Oh my a god! Total sidebar. Did you yeah. ever play the the Robotech game that used to be at Dave and Buster's oh, down yeah. in? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, no, it was Mech Warrior there. I think it was a Mech Warrior game. Yeah, I think it was. was, it, was it? It, yeah. it was either Mech Warrior or Robotech, but uh, yeah, that was part, that was a, that was, was part of one of my so birthdays. We spent yeah. so much time. Yeah, we had kill there. rates. And we, we would had, like, go we, every for uh, a couple months. Every Friday, we would go yeah. down there and play that. For for and we'd have we had a crew. We would like take over yeah, all yeah. the pods. Yeah, for the youngins, you were the tenth. You were sad. Yeah, because you got just smoked. Yeah, for the youngins who don't know, you know, who've only experienced Fruit Ninja at Dave. Busters. They used to have 
a giant setup that was like 10 pods or something like Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. Something and they were like, like yeah. they were like flight simulator pods that you got yeah. into you by yourself. They closed the door behind you yeah. in the total darkness. <laughs> and then the, all the little buttons and widgets came on. Yeah. And all the buttons and widgets did things on the mechs. Yes. They didn't tell you what they did, but they did stuff. <laughs> yeah. It'll be one to be and like. And there were different mechs. Yeah. Like, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. Yeah. It was it really cool. I was really sad when they pulled that out of there. Yeah. Because yeah. that was a really cool setup. Well, it was also very costly. But <laughs> oh, I bet it was. <laughs> but I bet you get them now. I bet it was. <laughs> Ooh, that's a there's an eBay. It was, there's an eBay at search. At the time, though, it was like the most expensive thing that was there, though. I think. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a ooh. I, I don't. I don't know who's got the space for it or who's looking at space for it. But there's the pool. Everybody's putting pinball in. Oh yeah, right. The new oh. get for a brewery is to oh, get yeah. the fucking old Robotech pods. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. Yeah. Write that down. Write that down. Just, just put it out into the ether. Vapes in there. I mean, my God, you can't <laughs> see what they're doing. Like, you never know if they were vaping something non-legalish in your area. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could replicate it now with just just random <laughs> multiplayer games. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could just get a bunch of ocul- Oculuses. Yeah. But that's not the same. Would that be Oculi? Oculi. So speaking of <laughs> video games, the next beer is not like a trademarked beverage so but it's definitely one of the kind of things you'd redeem redeem for points if you got in a can because we're going to go with the uh i would say it's like a mountainous something or other or, uh, <laughs> maybe some some cherry redness or uh, you know stuff like that so the next beer should be fun That's all right well let's come back to the beer that we're drinking now yes so, so we can get on to this mountainous <laughs> adventure yeah. adventure but yeah let's come back to the oat lager uh you know, as I've said in the past, I'm not a big fan of Pilsners. Pilsners have to do a lot of work to make me a fan. Uh, mm. Pilsner Raquel is like the one that I like because it has like just enough of that saws hop flavor that mm. like pulls it out of those doldrums of like stale cracker ass beer. This is this has a whole bunch of things going for it that pulls it out of that. Uh, you know, it looks like Allagash White, so that's immediately appealing to me. <laughs> but it has it has that nice, rich, creamy mouthfeel, and then the Eldorado hops does help it along by giving it just that extra bump of earthy bitterness. It gives it enough flavor that it like it sets apart. So it does. I'm and, into it, and it plays well enough for us non-IPA drinkers because mm-hmm. obviously it's not an IPA; it's a lager. Right. Um, but it does have that little bit of brightness to it that you were talking about mm-hmm. uh, that you might find in a pale ale. Um, but it works really, really well. I like it. I like the color of it. I find that to be a, a good calling card for the beer. I yeah. think that that would be a good through thread mm-hmm. uh, on mm-hmm. any future iterations, minus the dark version. Because right. It, right. I don't know how you could do that with the dark version. <laughs> But all in all, yeah, I like this, and I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Plus, uh, I'll also just add on top of it, like, you get the crispness, but the the hops and the bittering, it doesn't dry it out. No, it doesn't. So it's like, it's a very even drinking, you know, you get like, aside from like, I mean, it's even drinking, but also you get like the creaminess up front and then the bright crispness, crispness at the back end. This would be a good beach beer. But flavor-wise, it's, mm. you know, the same all the way through, so mm. yeah. Yeah, it's a good beach beer, good summer beer. I would be I would be interested if a summer version came out with Strata. See what that'd be like. Oh yeah. Hint, yeah, hint so. Oh for sure. Bump yeah. the hops a little bit, but yeah. you'll probably you'll probably see be the dark version before we get mm-hmm. to summer. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll probably right do on. A that's dark probably oat, dark oat lager is probably coming. Yeah. Nice. And that's a testament to all the tanks we have now. Do you so will. we wouldn't be able to do the <laughs> lagers with all the tanks we finally got. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
is just like finally we're, we're you know, Dave, Dave yeah, they were saying last much, night, we feel yeah. you're, you're three well, about it's it. It's tough. You got to commit one tag yeah. to it. And mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. many arguments like, well, we could do this. And well, no, no, no. Put the logger in that one. That's the logger. <laughs> it's okay yeah. now. It's the logger <laughs> tank. You yeah. know? So. Got the lager tank, got the sour tank, got the yeah, right. Yeah, then you get up again. Much it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lager the tank, did, did, lager did, tank did, sour did. tank, <laughs> I, haze tank, or mm-hmm. IPA tank. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. When you're done listening to this podcast, check out mine. It's called Beer in Front. Every week I talk about a classic beer that maybe we've forgotten along the way. I'll also talk about new beers that have potential to be classics. As the Chicago beer guy, I also talk a lot about great craft beers in the city of Chicago. That's Beer in Front, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to episode 271 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. And we're still here at Abjuration Brewing specifically in the theater of the Parkway Theater Lounge. We're talking to Tom and Dave, and we're also drinking Abjuration beer. So somebody want to tell us about this second one here? Oh, so fun. (laughs) So fun. So I wanted to make a different beer, and then I was told, oh, no, no, let's do this version. And I was like, oh, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Uh, But I still want to do that other version. But uh, this one is uh, black cherry on a uh, crisp citrusy uh, soda body. Mm. Uh, That's about right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. We can leave that there. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Tiptoed through the tulips. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else really to say about it. It's, it's, yeah. It is what it is. Just a little bit tart, a little bit sweet. Uh, The sweetness is a little bit higher on this one than some of our other star beers of the same iteration, but I think it pairs really nice with the fruitiness and the Mm -hmm. uh, the tartness. Mm -hmm. It's real lip smacker, brings you right back to it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have been uh, fucking around doing both soda, <laughs> word, word, soda sours. We have been indeed fucking around. Yeah, Steve, well, a technical term. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a very technical yeah. term. Yeah. Fucking around. They've been fucking yeah. around making soda sours and yeah. they've been making candy sours. And, you know, we talked earlier about how you guys love to start with a base and then make iterations and changes. Mm. Uh, yeah. This is kind of a culmination of, I guess, both your sodas and your candied slushies coming together because... Yeah, I would say it's a combination of arts in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the, the candied series, we just kind of, that's where we put our slushies and that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, it's being like wildly labor intensive randomly, but then not other times. It depends mm-hmm. what you use. Yeah. And you guys definitely do a really good job at replicating the flavors you're going for. Uh, you know, of recent memory that like I've had this year down here. You know, your original candied slushy, the the red cherry one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that one tastes exactly like a Hills cherry yeah. slushy. That's yeah, that so nostalgic. Really and I'll, really yeah. I'll drink the shit out of that one. <laughs> well, so we wanted to differentiate. So that's one of the reasons why this one's black cherry mm-hmm. instead of that other cherry, the maraschino side of the cherry. Right. And so this one, I think I love the black cherry that this brings to it because otherwise it would be that other for mm. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we already made that this year. <laughs> yeah, we did. And then also you've done like uh, a cream soda so- sour. Oh, yeah. That like we I did. really enjoyed. So yeah, it was the back when we did our unit testings mm-hmm. more often. Yeah, and you'll see yeah. this come back around again. But right mm-hmm. now, it's just it's so much. The cellaring has become as you drop two and three beers a week, fairly consistently throughout a year. Cellaring becomes a beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not just that. Our like cooler that we have like I don't know how, how many beers we have on right now. Like we have a bunch yeah. of beers right now, and it's like a little tiny cooler. 
it seriously, I, I this is it's gonna be the death of me. Like the climbing <laughs> in and changing these kegs is like out of control. And we already right put racks now. in. Like it used to be so much but worse before, yeah. and so now and it's still hell. Like it's just is a, a more intricate just hell. Six by eight and trying to manage like sixteen taps. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Need so to hire like, an acrobat to get in there. It, no, well, it really is. I'm actually, I have no idea. There's like we may have to put like a, a kind of a a flow a, a faux platform that you can set down to like walk mm. like to get deeper in. Mm-hmm. Just we can make out of wood forms and stuff. But that's hasn't been demanded yet by corporate. No, so. I, never, I, never, <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. You just yeah. got to climb in there. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like I, however, cannot climb past yeah. a certain point. So yeah. at a certain point, it was like because you can't disturb the kegs if they're in the cooler. Right. So if, one of the things nobody talks about when they're like, "Hey, open a brewery," is you have to. <laughs> sorry, Dave. Is uh, you have to be mindful about how you move your kegs, and you can't just like jostle them because then they turn into a slurry and they're ruined forever because sometimes it's not enough material effort to settle and like you know nobody tells you those things about running a brewery they always say mm. it's great your your instagram <laughs> is going to be so sweet bro is that also <laughs> a way that oxidizes if you if you jostle it too much or move it too you can, much you can definitely or is steal, that more? steal the nose off it okay well it'll make it it'll make it foam it could make it foam okay yeah. mm. it could also be foamy and then anytime you essentially let the whatever the gas part is uh, like agitate the liquid still part mm-hmm. you're gonna lose something okay uh a lot of the stuff with the the push sometimes you want something to carb up a little bit right and so at the very top of a keg has a very narrow orifice mm-hmm. by compared to one pint down or right. maybe three pints down depending on how you work it <laughs> if you really like the beer so then you get like a, a bigger surface area on top for it to push the gas through mm-hmm. just to be like fun and nerdy about about kegs cool. for folk <laughs> <laughs> but again no one tells you that like, you can't just, like, don't fill your kegs all the way up until the last second. Because the way it goes is when you stop seeing the bubbling and everything, when you're filling up kegs, and you go to the next one. So they're all topped off, you know what I mean? Because you don't mm-hmm. want really any Well, any you should top off them. all your kegs. Yeah, because you don't want like any. You're trying to nitro it and you're, like, trying to yeah, blast right. them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you'd want to, like, light fill it. But then, like, you'd have to be, like, lifting it the whole time and just barely catch it. And it's, mm-hmm. like, such a pain in the ass. <laughs> so, yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, like, more like the cellaring and how you get the beer to the customer has never been more important. And it's been somehow incre- increasing in difficulty the entire time. So <laughs> it's like really unfair to the well. It's 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 know. the whole approaching the speed of light. Like the the closer you get to the speed of light, the harder it is to actually approach the speed of light. That's probably the best thing I've ever heard. So <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. really talking about like I mean, you know, well, yeah. and that's what the quality. That's the entire quality across the like entire spectrum of breweries is is everybody's always trying to approach that speed of light and like have the best beer served the best way. I mean, that's why we see so many people buying those lucre taps mm-hmm. is because they think that's a better way to serve mm-hmm. beer. So yeah. they want, you know, they want to put it out there and, you know, everybody's just trying to approach that singularity. Right. Yeah. <laughs> of but having, continuous improvement has been something that's just always been our thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, you, you want to make a better beer. Why? Well, what, what are you doing here if you don't yeah. make a better <laughs> why beer? Why wouldn't you want to? You know, like, uh. Someone else wants to make a better beer, so get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Dave's so, nodding quietly yeah, to that. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's get into that a little bit. What are some of the things that you guys have done in, say, the last year to help improve the beer going out? <sighs> yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. But, it, yeah. you know, it depends on what you're talking about. I mean, we're drinking a sour now. We've, you know, we make sure we get all the yeast out of it. We maybe weren't doing the entire time. We definitely do that now. Um Sour wise, they've kind of been the same. I don't know. I'm trying to think of specifics. Uh, you know, more stuff with like the way we do hoppy beers has changed. Zach has changed a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> One of the things we, 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 we are, to add we in was the, super... the canning line from Gosling has totally changed how our cans got to the customers. Mm-hmm. And that, that's yeah, the thing that's, that's been revolutionary. Yep. Our cans are much better on shelf than they've ever been and at a higher quality. And as somebody been. who isn't always able to get down here, thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Because we went from having like a product that we wanted to make sure it got sold because we weren't sure if it would be cool six months later. Mm-hmm. And to now like, no, the product's good and it will stay good the whole time. Yes. And that that's another thing Gosling gave us. Mm-hmm. And the crew that wants to run it and Dave's, uh takes, yeah. takes lead on that with John. And they it, everybody – that whole part of what we've been able to get under distro to the customer, especially this year, has been a big deal difference between last year. Is you can get our. We beer did now. a lot of growth in packaging. I would yeah. say. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I, and I can guarantee you that it travels well. I can tell you at least gets down <laughs> to North Carolina quite nicely. Right on. Very <laughs> good. Very good. By by Pony Express, of course. Uh, yep, yes. Yep, yep. Oh, by the way, my nickname is Pony Express now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's great. No, but uh, seriously. So I would say us getting into your hand has been. The big struggle the entire time with mm-hmm. the brewery is getting our product to you. We're in McKees Rocks. It's on the other side of the city. It's three bridges away. There's rain. There's snow. Not just today. I mean, yeah. <laughs> other right. days. Yeah. You know, frogs. Things happen. Construction. Yeah. And, I, th- I think that's, that's one of the things that, like, we've seen, you know, again, the fact that we've been here so much. I mean, not just for the podcast, just because we come here a lot. Oh, you guys but, have seen our growth. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, we've seen the way you guys grown. And, in you real know, time. Like year one, you didn't have sours like this. No, you know, but I, we. I would tell people to go there somewhere else. I'd be like, <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, and now yeah, other people are saying, "Come here." Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Well, the way I used to ex- explain it originally was, I don't play jazz, mm-hmm. and you're asking somebody who's been playing like classic rock forever. So I understand what jazz is, but I've never played it to make a production level jazz event for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So everything we do has to not just be our attempt to do it. It has to be true to style and good. Yeah. Otherwise, we get slaughtered. <laughs> so like us moving into Sours was so scary and so tough for us. Yeah. And we didn't want to do it. We almost got dragged into it just because we didn't think we so could many survive other, not yeah, doing right. it. So many other people were doing it. But And also just you guys have always had the smaller operation of like not even having the room to mm-hmm. like do a fuck around, you know, like yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna dedicate all this space that I need yeah. to maybe well, something that works. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> well, for sure. We've always done crazy adjuncts, you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But we weren't yeah. doing sours, right? But we would always we put all kinds of stuff in even back way oh, back yeah. from well, the yeah, you, first year. So the sours, it just made sense, mm-hmm. you know. So I'll, I'll give you a real world example. Uh, earlier today, I was on the Pittsburgh Beer subreddit. Whoa! On, on the Reddit, it's nice. a thing. No, no, I, I'm uh, saying whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Are you okay? <laughs> you get smacked around on there a little bit. So like, watch out. So it was interesting because somebody from out of town was asking, "Hey, I'm coming into town, and my wife likes sours. Where do I go?" You guys were like on the top post. Oh, that's awesome. You were on that list. Come mm-hmm. here. Oh, it's great. Get their sours. Yeah, so we're that's, flying in. That's a real world data point. You guys are doing something right, <laughs> specifically in the sour game. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that means everything. Like, seriously, the fact that people tell other people about us ever mm-hmm. has always meant everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of the things, like, I appreciate your sour game over so many other sours that are out there in a number of ways. One, your sours are nice and clear. Mm hmm. It's not fucking gloop glop that not ruins always, your glass. Not always. <laughs> not always, not but always, but most of the time. Oh, we've glooped. <laughs> yeah. I've, we've, we've definitely glooped. We've had some train wrecks on <laughs> yeah. the show, not from yeah. you guys. We, yeah. de- we, def- we definitely lean more towards what you're saying, though, yeah. for yeah. sure. Sometimes yeah. on purpose, sometimes we're trying to gloop. So, I believe it was one or, one or two of the soda sours were a little gloopy and yeah. you know made a little bit of a mess. Yeah. 
but I didn't, it didn't go into my own glass at home, so I didn't have to worry about cleaning it. But, <laughs> but I mean, the one we're drinking tonight, it's very nice and clear. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I always like about your sours is they're not too sour. You know, it, you get a nice right. tartness. Yeah, you get yeah. a nice tartness. In the last year, we've done pretty well on, on taking them off of like ruining the enamel on your teeth that we hit with mm-hmm. some of the, we were getting hit with, when every time we used citrus in a fruit, Mm-hmm. The purees, it was doubling down with citric acid oh, on yeah. it, oh, and it was, fruit, yeah, definitely it was just punching acid, super yeah. hard. And getting that blend in has been something we've really worked on, mm-hmm. and uh, we've seen a lot of positive yeah, Going back to what you asked earlier, that's something we've really worked on, try to bring down that sourness. We also added another column on our tap list that says how sour they are, because sometimes okay. I like this really sour beers. Like, we, yeah, yeah, like the Botanical Sour mm-hmm. series, which hasn't been back in quite a while, should come back. Yeah. I we've think. Been we have, I've been advocating for the Botanical Sour for forever, yeah. but it is one of the more sour beers that we do, but with weird botanicals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last time I, I had to but, grind cardamom for like three hours. <laughs> so he's like, hey, let's do a botanical. Yeah, that one like, turned oh, out okay. too good though. Cardamom's kind of weird. Well, I, at least you got the cardamom, which yeah. was fine. Yeah, like if you don't, weird. if you miss the spice in the expression, is worse than like not necessarily hitting everyone's favorite palate. Because mm-hmm. yeah. and that one's hard to show up. Because by itself, when you do masala chai, is like in a blend, and it's like they're all there and they play together and they accentuate each other. But when you do just one, sometimes it's like really gnarly to to get those to pop. Mm. I had trouble with basil once, and uh, ended up I think it had fennel in it. It's like because I thought it was just buying like dried basil. I think I got the wrong product at the <laughs> store. And then you go live with the beer, and you're like, I know it tastes like you know tomato sauce. Mm. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, what the f happened? And I'm really angry about it to this day. And I and the, the purveyor just basil, man. Yeah. Right. No, because basil yeah. could just be like gamey basil. You know what right. I mean? Like you know, sometimes basil is really like peppery and sharp. Mm-hmm. And dried might have been more like I've only really had fresh basil. Because right. my stepmom used to have fresh basil on the counter yeah. whenever she used basil, she's Italian. And so I didn't really have dried basil through most of my life. So I'm thinking basil tastes like something that dried doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that would be an error on my part. So And we you know, we have to use all the ingredients. We normally make little teas and stuff and figure stuff out back of house to like yeah. you know, dance through the ingredients to like see, oh, okay, this is what this tastes like when it's expressed. You know, Because some things just don't go together. And you think they would. And then you're like – Especially like chocolate and acid, mm-hmm. it was butric, and then nobody wants to drink that. So, know? is there any recent yeah. examples of things that you've tried to put together that just didn't work? Well, chocolate's tough. Like we did, we did do last uh, Valentine's Day. We did the chocolate cherry sour, and mm-hmm. chocolate is tough. As soon as you get sour with it, it's very pukey. Yeah, that's what butric <laughs> is, is, is. Is like pukey acid, and nobody wants to go down that road, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like, and it, but the British make a different kind of chocolate, and it's like, but then as soon as you start using the other acids, it all messes it up, and it gets into science talk, but, um, and that way, so we have to be really mindful about the like the ingredients we use too, with like, because you can't make the beers again. Yeah, we don't normally dump beers, so we we've done a pretty good job of like essentially setting the stage for the with the iterations mm-hmm. to always make confidence. Yeah, steps. if we well, we, well, we've dumped a few. We use like yeah. we have the one barrels, so like we if there's something we think is going to be a problem we'll you know what i mean <laughs> we'll, we'll do it over there it but a small problem yeah. Yeah. yeah but i mean we do a lot of just like just sampling of stuff and like measuring it out and putting it in and see what it would do and then add it that way so we we pretty much know how to add ingredients and not screw it up although we <laughs> don't yeah. always, still don't always get it right but we've, we've lost especially than, peppers peppers yeah. are definitely like the chocolate pepper oh, stop yeah. it's on right now you guys know that one is like people are like angry with us because it's like <laughs> not really hot and we put dragon's breath peppers in it but mm-hmm. 
peppers are a weird thing. Yeah. Sometimes they're really hot and sometimes they're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they're an agricultural product. Right. So and that'll, you know, that's pepper to pepper from the same plant. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah, it's like it's like one in every ten jalapenos. One of them's gonna fucking burn your ass. Oh yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah. like <laughs> well, and for us, we're always going for that pineability too. So mm-hmm. I I mean I want you to get the heat by the time you're done. And like Dave was saying, you drink a pint of this, you'll know the next day. Oh, you're gonna know. There's some, yeah, there's some, no, there's some, some there. pepper wreckage going on. Old sting ring. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just you know, go out, have good Tex-Mex with it. Just you know, blame everybody. You know, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. Yeah, pair it up with uh, yeah. some well, Thai food or some mole. Fuck yeah, in that Ooh. way, it's it's definitely more of a mole uh, in that way. So sometimes we go bounce between the two edges, but they're always good edges to be bouncing between. Mm. So I don't know. I love. The, I like that pair. Yeah. So that's that's good. Yeah, we're not drinking because I I got one sitting <laughs> in the fridge right now. Yeah. So now I know I kind of have to. You know, oh, hey, that, now you go. Yeah. You, do, you do have one of the chocolate pepper sets in the fridge. I've got one sitting in yep. the fridge right now. It's oh, good. Yeah. It's good. It's definitely sure. leans more. This year's definitely leans a little more chocolatey. But you you'll know. Mm-hmm. You drink a pint of it. You're you'll know. There's that's some. It. I don't I don't need to hate myself. It shouldn't be a practical joke. You know what I mean? That's the thing. We've had those beers on the show before. We've brewed those beers. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about? You're talking to the guys who did the Carolina Reaper Stouts. Yeah, I know. I was there. (laughs) Yeah. I had to clean the equipment afterwards. (laughs) Uh, The year that we did the Carolina Reapers, but they were dried Reapers, Mm. they were completely brutal. So I think maybe that's what we might have spoiled people because I think they were looking for that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like some people are just savage with heat. They just want to be just... Oh, yeah. There's punched. It's the sub. It's the subgroups. Yeah. So we have exactly. all the subgroups in beer, and like, so I, we made a beer that was uh, blueberry. It was uh, freeze dried blueberry in an IPA, mm-hmm. and it didn't have any parents. Mm-hmm. Is it a great beer? Absolutely. I wanted to drink a ton of it. I, if somebody blindfolded me, I said, "This is a great. This is a, this is the new thing." Right, but the people that like fruited beers didn't have enough fruit. People like it was too hoppy, you know, and stuff like that. And then on the other side, it wasn't a, a sour beer, so they didn't want it. And it was just it didn't have any parents, mm-hmm. you know. In that same way, some of these beers we want to make, but no one's going to care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one champions them. Yeah, right. we'd love to yeah. do fruited IPAs, but they get. Well, I mean, that was a weird one to start with, you know, mango, oh, citra, yeah. citra would go over a lot better. Oh, than a little bit. Yeah, right. Mosaic yeah. blueberry, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But golly, I liked it. You know what I mean? But again, we don't make beers for ourselves. Like, right. I, I got in a conversation with, you know, one of the many customers at the bar. Like, what's your favorite beer? I'm like, you, it really doesn't matter. I'm just, you know, the one we released today. Uh, like that's not an answer. I'm like, oh well, is this some kind of like uh, uh, take me to your leader kind of thing? Like, yeah. Like, are are you going to put me in prison <laughs> if I don't tell you the answer <laughs> of what is my favorite beer? Truthfully, plus you guys' tap list rolls over so many times a year. Like, oh gosh, the one that might right. actually be your favorite probably up, isn't even up there. New England, <laughs> uh, sorry, Norwegian Farmhouse was my favorite. Right, so there you <laughs> go. Yeah, I just went to my dad's house uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I I brought one with. And because uh, we want to take pictures mm-hmm. when we're on vacation, and uh, I got to have it with him, and he thought it was uh, an IPA. Oh, mm. because it was so juicy and so like just literally citrusy from the uh, spruce tips we put in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, "Are you sure this is an IPA?" I'm like, "I'm very sure this." Is an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, "I do do this," <laughs> but he's definitely you know he's, he's a hard baller. You know, mm. what I mean, he doesn't throw soft pitches. And uh, he was like, "This is really good." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So it was really nice to be able to share my favorite beer of the year with my dad this year. Nice. So nice. at his new house, and I brought my dog. <laughs> <laughs> my it was a good day. Yeah, my girlfriend. Was, everybody was happy. It was, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I just want to jump back to what we're talking about as far as like the way you guys have expanded. We obviously talked about how the sour program came in to be. And like I would say probably this year, like the hallmark of what your growth has been is like one, you have the beer garden that everybody can sit out in. It has nice signage. Everybody can drive past because, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it was, if you didn't know this place was here, it was a little bit hard. But now you have that great big sign that stands right at the beer oh, garden. You'd be amazed. We still get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it is 20 feet long yeah. by 10 feet high. <laughs> Are you ready to be served a beer? <laughs> There's some tests we could go through. Like, can you watch my pinky? Yeah. Back and forth, left or right. Uh, the artist, Dave, do you know his name on, that did that for us? Uh, yeah. Nope, sorry about that one. On. I, yeah, uh, no. He's yeah, a good, he's a, he's, he's a good fellow. Anthony, that's all I know is first name. Anthony Purcell, whatever. Good job. Like, yeah. Yep, you tried. Well done. So, uh, we authentic, authentic signs <laughs> on Instagram, I believe. Is oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Done. Yeah. Authentic signs on Instagram. Authentic signs on Instagram. Yeah. Well done, yeah, authentic signs. So proud of you, Dave. (laughs) So, yeah, so you guys had that. And then I think the other half of uh, your growth this year is obviously distribution. Uh, Yeah. We're talking about, you know, different places you get it. And like one of the big ones that's for Adam and I is like up at Creekside. I I mean, we go to Creekside all the time. So I'm I'm actually surprised. They've been, they've been, uh, it's been a great spot for us, honestly. Mm -hmm. So. They've they've been definitely I would say the 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 leader of all of our great district partners because we have so many good district partners. We've been out of Hartwood now for mm-hmm. a good bit. Uh, we've been in the heart of Lawrenceville at both Arsenal and Beerport for a while now. Nice. Um, you can definitely your Hampton has been picking up our stuff. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last yeah. couple of months, Howls, we're back at Howls, everybody. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> try not to leave anybody out here. Three, two, one, three, two, one, three, two, one. Because Beerport. Uh, Sorry, I was going to say Hartwood is actually Hartwood and Beer Town. Mm-hmm. So we're we're at two different locations. We only drop off once there. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we're definitely getting around. We did some Colonial. We might do some Colonial again in the future. We'll see what's up. Plus, you guys are still down out. at Mike's Beer Bar, correct? And Mike's all the oh, oh. Mike's. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to hug also, him and apologize. Yeah, Holy yeah. dear God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry, Mike. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so very personally sorry to that guy. You want to talk about somebody who literally put his foot in the door? Like you're talking mm-hmm. about like a salesperson. Oh, for sure. He was just buying them as much as he could buy out of his own pocket, take it to his bar, sell them. And uh, because his staff loved it, it and then eventually, you know, we're like, hey, dude, we okay, we'll just sell you beer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, because we just didn't have it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he, Mike made us love him. I mean, he's easy to love. So yeah, <laughs> we is. get to choose he's who we work with. Dude. Year five, we shot. We uh we get to choose who we work with, and I'm happy to work with Mike. Yeah, he's a he's a real stand up guy, uh, and it's it's a great location for us to have our beers on right next to the ballpark. Oh, yeah. I, I I could not be happier. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's a great yeah. spot. So we've talked about how you've grown to this point. Do you have any wishes or any things you want to put into the ether growing for the future? What is? I think. I what think do you think is next? Maybe. I would say right right now we're working on like what we consider the this is almost the 1.0 for abjuration. Mm-hmm. You know this is what we wanted to open with. This is within the realms of insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know our wildest dreams. We're just a little late on them. That's all. We're getting to them as we go. It just took you know everything. COVID ha 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 right. said the word. All right. <laughs> uh, you know really really slowed a lot of things down, but got in the way in a good way. We wouldn't have certain advantages if we not gone through that. So. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't all bad. I mean, in that way, and nobody wants to say anything good came out of COVID because you just be immediately burned, right? right. Like, I'm him. But our customers doubled down on us. They told us we loved us. Like, it, it made us stronger. 
uh, culture and fan base for us, mm-hmm. and and we were able to move forward with their with their being here. And so when you see those same faces, they know why you're here because they bought your beer. Right? <laughs> you know, so we always wanted to have that local. Like we don't want to be a reason why you lost your parking space. You right, know? we're really here. People from Brighton Heights come over. They're like, "There's been a brewery here the whole time." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, when'd you move here? Uh, 2091 or whatever. 1991. <laughs> I got my hundreds wrong. Sorry, <laughs> got my hundreds and my thousands called. <laughs> yeah, right. I've seen it once. Sure. I've seen it. A I blame my times. own products for that. So. <laughs> yeah, you're off by like 15 years or something. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Dave, DC, uh, do you have any hopes or you just kind of happy with where you're at? You're ready to oh, slow no, down? I, mean, I think Tom <laughs> kind of summed it up there. Like, if we're, of course, we're, you know, we're looking to it. it like Tom said, this is version 1.0. We're mm-hmm. not leaving this spot at all. We love this. We love this. But obviously, we would like to have a bigger spot. I think we've said that probably before on, on the Oh, for I sure, yeah. Not, yeah. I don't. Uh, the last one I don't really remember, so I would have just assumed that we, said it, although we might. Uh, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, but at this point, we're looking at you know, like we got to raise capital, do the thing still. So it's always mm-hmm. in that nascent. You know, there's so many conversations you have there, but but it's weird too because even though we have a brewery, we still want to open a brewery. And right. to a lot of people, when you see them online, when they're talking, like, "How do I open a brewery?" Like, yeah, yeah. How do you open your other brewery as well? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a whole other. You know, we always said back in the day, you climb up the mountain and you get to the top of the mountain and now there's a dojo and you fight to the death. Yeah. So we're five years into fighting to the death and we're still standing here. So, hey, let's keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Let's see yeah. what happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think from anybody who's, you know, looking from the outside in, you know, you, everything we've talked about tonight between, you know, you have the beer garden, the distro, you have like a head brewer that you can trust that is like taking things over and as well as also adding to what you have yeah. going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chasing, you know. chasing and challenging. It could, uh, yeah, it could what, be, I mean, it could Zach. be very easy for you guys to just sit back on your laurels. So that's why I was asking if, you know, is that the plan or, you know, you still want to go big? <laughs> no, <laughs> just, we're unfortunately in a 10% inflationary period, but we yeah. are going to fight as hard as we damn can. Mm-hmm. Right on. So everybody who's a fan of ours at home, know we are worried about it just as much as you are. And uh, we want to get, literally, we want to be in your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. That's that's always been the goal for people to drink our product and then tell us what they want yeah, to I mean, make and be in the refrigerator. Yeah, so. You know, obviously we want to expand. We we, we want to be smart about it. So yeah, we've seen a lot of breweries yeah. not move forward or they lose their fire. All the different things, mm-hmm. the changes and permutes what they're up to. And I, I think we're, if anything, I'm not wrapping up because we still have another beer to go, but still humbled mm-hmm. when people say that they're your favorite brewery or they want to buy your merch or they want a sticker. I mean. Like just to be cool to be on somebody's fridge. Yeah. yeah. You know, and Or out when, I've gone, when we went out to Asheville this summer, and I was like, got me right here. <laughs> right there. And I'm like, it's like 20 stickers on this wall. It's not even bad. <laughs> I know these guys. <laughs> exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, that's great, though. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, they want to be in your fridge, but not too long. They get very mad if you hold on to their beers too long. Seriously, drink beer. Don't <laughs> hoard beer. You're not a dragon, for God's sake. You're a warrior. Warriors drink beer. Dragons hoard beer. <laughs> <laughs> but... All right, speaking of beer, let's come back to the one we didn't actually talk too much about at the top of the segment, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll talk about it now. Uh, we had the black cherry candied sour slushy. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, I mentioned it in the segment that like this one's very clear mm-hmm. and it, it, like it had that nice red tinge to it. You could tell that it's going to be some sort of cherry or pomegranate or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're ready for red fruits. Uh, on the nose, though, it it was a little bit sour and a little bit 
mellow yellowy, mm-hmm. not mountainous dewish. <laughs> Guilty, yeah. Mountain, Mountain lightning. lightning. I would, yeah, I would possibly agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's you get a little bit of those citrus notes on the nose. And then my favorite part is tasting it because cherry is always one of the it's one of those ones that can go so bad so easy on mm-hmm. so many people. And it if it goes bad, it comes out tasting like shit ass Robitussin. Mm-hmm. This does not. Not at all. <laughs> this tastes this tastes like a you know black cherry uh, soda pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, it's uh, yeah it's really enjoyable, and it is it, it differentiates itself from that other release you have, which is the Hills fucking slushy, which right. I also love. Oh yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's nice yeah. you get to see what we do too, because like I mean you can't drink every beer made in Pittsburgh. Right, right. I mean, do your best, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we got faith in you. you know, good. We listen at home. You know? <laughs> My liver ain't for it. <laughs> right, right. But uh, in that way, it's it's really cool. You get to see what like what we were going for on that beer. Mm-hmm. So that we, mm-hmm. it's almost uh, serendipitous for us just to be able to say, hey, this isn't that, and we're trying to yeah. do something else. So yeah, but nice it, you get to see it. Yeah, it totally works. It's it, I mean, it's sweet. You know, it, 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 be prepared okay. for that. Yeah. But I'm okay with sweet. Yeah. Uh, and it has a little bit of that tartness, and the cherry doesn't taste like medicine. That's all you need to do for cherry beer for me. <laughs> Don't taste like medicine. Put it in the wind column. Yeah. 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 I, I'm fully expecting to have a red tongue when I'm done with this. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, just, it just feels like it's got that vibe going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I agree with everything that Steve said. It doesn't have that medicine-y taste. It's still got that sody pop flair to it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just another winner from you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, again, there'll be more <laughs> coming in that too. So, oh, you know, it's just, okay. there's a lot more of those kind of beers that we, you know, we, it's not, I wouldn't say we, we argue necessarily, but we definitely all want to get different products out still. Mm. So, yeah. even after so many hundred beers, the next week is still kind of like, okay, what are we doing? What are we <laughs> like? All right, no, no, this, no, not that, you know, so can't sit on your laurels. Yeah. All well, right. We just have to care every day. Yeah. All right. So now, now's the part of the show where I inject something into your ears and see if I can get it made. Nice. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I think I've done it every episode we've done here, and I've tried to <laughs> trick you guys into making something. But there, there was a beer that Logyard made, and they just okay. don't seem to make it anymore. It was that birch beer. Yes. Mm. They don't seem to make it anymore. <laughs> and so I want to see if I can get you guys to possibly make a candy soda sour of a birch beer. I've talked about birching. And yeah. sprucing. Well, we could do we could do it, but I, I I don't think we can use actual birch. You bark. know, I want to do that. We've talked about this. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to make. That's I want to take the, the bark and you put it into the one barrel mm-hmm. and you essentially make a tea with it. Mm-hmm. That's how you do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's yeah, one. That's yeah, that's you got to be thing. dangerous. That stuff can be dangerous. Well, he's worried right about the, the wood prohibitions and certain things, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but some some words are good, some words are bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want yeah, rubbing yeah. alcohol going in your body, but no. right. but specifically spruce and birch don't do that. That's why they use those woods. So I went down the rabbit hole on it, and I was looking at one of the reasons the Norwegians would drink those kind of beverages because they're high in vitamin C. Mm. Ah, okay. Yeah, so birch beers and Spru- spruce, spruce I knew, but mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know birch beer. Yeah, they're oh. both they're both higher in, in vitamin C, so there's hmm. like the table beverages when you're not being an alcoholic drinker mm-hmm. right they would also make the teas to drink throughout the early americas so that was fun to look at you know yeah we whenever you get grabbed by the you know yeah we definitely did an episode about like spruce beers and spruce teas and how all that was like early french canadians yeah that, that would make like the the right. vitamin c you know, mm-hmm. uh yeah so yeah yeah father scurvy it was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was mm-hmm. amazing because you think how we, because you, you know, you're like, there obviously weren't bananas in the new world in right. 1750, 
You know, how do people just? Well, they were. Die? They were just south. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know, no, they were. They, they were in Montreal, <laughs> right? Yeah, in their house, right? Yeah. Like, how did they survive without lemons and limes and oranges and like just citrus products in general mm-hmm. that we take for granted so so immaculately? Because they were using trees. Yeah. Can you imagine people running off into the bushes and getting like the fresh tree ends? Right, you want to get it when it's sprigs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then going home and then boiling a big thing of it. And everybody's like, yay, we get more water today. <laughs> We're not dehydrated later. It's just so wacky. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I put my little earworm in and we'll yeah, see I if think, we can. I think, I think birch does make sense for we can pull that one off, I think. We'll see. Not oh, yeah. actual birch bark, but yeah, you know we'll me. see. <laughs> you get hey one for the botanicals, one for the sour mm. soda sour. There you go. Mm. See what we can me do. Likey. Right? Me likey, likey. <laughs> but all right. Uh, with that, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. We'll have the third beer, the one that we've been teasing. A very but special it, beer. Yep. It's part of the fifth anniversary here at Abjuration, so stay tuned for that. And we're going to play a little game with yes. David Tom. Oh, jeez, awesome. Yes. So Ooh. we'll be right right back. You know what pairs nicely with a good beer? A bad movie. And that's exactly what we do at Hops and Box Office Flops, the internet's premier podcast dedicated to reviewing bad movies and mostly good beers. So join us on a hop-fueled excursion through some of Hollywood's biggest bombs. We've covered everything from the fungus-laden streets of Dino Hatton with the Super Mario Brothers to the oddly horny felines of Cats 2019. You can find our show on any of your finest podcast providers. And follow us on social media at Hops and B.O. Flops. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll drink your face off. Welcome back to episode 271 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. And we're here still with abjuration, still drinking abjuration beers. It's still Steve and Adam with Tom and Dave settling in. To the nice comfy chairs that we pilfered. <laughs> <laughs> this, this feels like an FDR fireside chat. Yeah. Start name. Oh, right. Start name. Yeah. That's good. I like that. That's yeah. not a bad vibe at all. You like that? <laughs> well, I think to go right along with that vibe is the beer that we'll be drinking next. Mm-hmm. And so, whoever wants to introduce this one, go on right ahead. Uh, now I'll introduce it. Yeah, the booze boy. Uh, so, this is our first Bear Wedge beer. That's actually not completely true. We did do a rye rye beer at one point in one i think like year two but uh so this is a imperial stout aged in willet uh bourbon barrels and the willet bourbon barrels had were eight year so um yeah that's it totally there's no no adjuncts no nothing just just straight up imperial stout aged in willet bourbon barrels and uh, what's the what's the intended ABV? Uh, the ABV of this beer is eleven point three percent. Okie dokie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it bringeth the thunder. We uh, we were thinking about having fun with it because you know we always want to r- try stuff, mm-hmm. and we universally agreed to let it roll. I like it. No, as soon as we tasted it, we said well, I think we just let it ride like this, and yep. uh, you know, hopefully this will open up avenues for us to do more stuff like this, and then then we'll start. We'll start playing. Then do the goof yeah. ones. <laughs> then do the goofy shit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We so, do like to land on the moon first. Yeah. Walk right. around a little bit, take the pictures, do the thing, put the flag on it, yeah. go home. Then you can go play golf. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Then the you, rover later. <laughs> yeah. Way later. Then you're six, you get the coconut one. And then you're <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, you're feeling me right now. Oh, uh, German well, chocolate. I'm not that case. I mean, I think we also we felt it was complex enough <laughs> mm-hmm. to that oh, can yeah. kind of just hold up on its own. But yeah. I love the pairing. You know, of but the heat we're uh, this. So this is it's not fully carbed right now. Mm-hmm. This is it's probably still got needs about two or three psi. Although I kind of like where it's at right now. Um, and so this is we obviously tried it like flat, but this is the first time trying it. Uh, with carbonation, so okay. So um, this is a sneak preview. This yeah. is a sneak preview. Yeah, I mean, so I, I hope you guys like it, and if you don't, don't don't say that on the podcast. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, but, I'm but, just give us the finger I'm or something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just walk I'm, out of here, close yeah. the laptop. But yeah, full disclosure, we are drinking it. You know, like eleven days early. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could it could turn a little differently, but I don't think too too much differently. And mm-hmm. I like where it's at as well. Yes, especially on the nose. I haven't drank it yet, but just mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. nose, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's hitting delicious. everything. On the good. nose is a lot of barrel. Yes. There's a lot of barrel on the nose. Uh, but yeah, after drinking it, it's it's not as hot as the nose suggests. Yeah. Um, but it does have like a nice complex chocolate back end after, kind of after all the barrel heat subsides, mm-hmm. you get a lot of chocolate on the back end. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yep. I'm here for it. I, I, it is I, a little hot, but maybe it should be a little bit hot, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, this is one, you know, this you, is a big, bar- this is a, a, a boom for yeah. our, for our barrel age. We went hot on purpose in mm-hmm. that way the, to bring it in, but I think, but also it should age nicely in a oh, bottle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. I, I think it's not fusily boozy. No. For sure. No, no, for no, those no. Of that they're worried about, you know, the, the, the fusile note of like alcohol in the nose, you don't really get a spice note of alcohol on it. And you don't, it does linger. I mean, you definitely get to, it, it stays around for a mm-hmm. second is what I, I mean, you definitely get that full, like you said, a lot of barrel on the nose, a lot of barrel in the mouth feel. Yeah. Like all around. I mean, like, you know, the barrel that's in this. If you like that kind of whiskey. So it, or bourbon, you sorry. said that this would age well in the bottle. Is this something that will be available in bottles at yeah. the fifth anniversary? Oh yeah, as well? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, so I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to make that clear. Yeah, we're yeah we're we're bottling this for the anniversary. Okay, waxed uh, too. And first we're gonna waxing. we're gonna yes, <laughs> first time we did wax. Yay, Yay, you know it. wax. <laughs> you can't see it, but Dave's making the jerk off hand motion. <laughs> 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 so if you want to be a one-day intern, <laughs> yeah, no, sure. abjuration. Sure. Yeah, it, you know everybody wants to make cool taffy beers till you got to peel the taffy. <laughs> this yeah. this sounds like a job for Bigfoot Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really scary though. Like when we were, uh, Dave had the the big tubey thing with the CO2 that goes in to shoot it out, like a kind of like big make a stave. tubey thing. Yeah, big tubey thing. It goes inside <laughs> that's a, that's of the, uh, of inside of the barrel, right? <laughs> and so it works almost sort of like a, you're adding a stave system to the beer, like if you're looking at a keg, right? Mm-hmm. So it has like essentially, it pushes down on it and then it goes up the hole, kind of like a keg does, mm-hmm. just it's in your hand and it's a solid unit. And so Dave's on it. He's giving he's it. He's talking the, about the the bulldog that. Yeah, like, the bulldog. That's what they call it. Yeah, pushes and pulls right. them out of the. Okay. Yeah. out of the. And so we got a full on wrestle. I think we we you know this beer got a, a decent bit of, uh, of of wrestle to get it into the. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It's it our first saw, time, so it was yeah, really neat you, to see it yeah. go down. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, if you would ask like the the fun things that we've done brewing that we have not done for we've we've played with bears, but we never got to do the full like bulldog fun. Thing. Yeah, it's cool, and it was all right. Was cool. You know, I, I'm just trying to burp the line. That's what pretty much all I have to do. And the other, yeah. the professionals are on either end of it. Mm. I'm like in the middle, like okay, what what <laughs> so, what do we do? Worked out real well. I need an adult. <laughs> yeah, well, because you can't. I mean, it just takes some hands to do certain things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I was, I, I was I was happy to be a part of it. Um, 
also, I mean, man, this is a tasty beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. I'm like, uh, I'm pairing it with the Schwartz beer to back back myself up. <laughs> I just got a little tiny dram of it. Yeah. I'll say, I, I am glad that you guys didn't futz with this and just left it as yeah. is. Yeah. I think it's just right. Yeah, I think it, I think it's going to stand you. out really well just by itself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it'll age well in bottles. So like, yep. come down, try it now because it, it, it's good now and it is complex. I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it is very tasty now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you know, six months on it. Yeah. It. You know, it's going to caramel up a little bit. It's going to lose a little bit of that bite. Mm-hmm. Still going to be delicious. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we've noticed a lot, and it's like something we're critical of. Of a lot of beers, they come out. And they're like hot mm-hmm. and like they're way, way too hot. Like we had a beer that was, it was only like an 8% beer. And it was like the hottest gasoliniest fucking mm. beer we've ever had. But like you're telling us this one is, you know, it's 11% yeah. and we're having it early. So it's not even, you know, we're, <laughs> it's raw. Yeah. It's still, it's still more raw than yeah. it will be. But I mean, even now it's not too hot. Like, mm-hmm. like you get a little bit of that alcohol burn up front. But it definitely mellows out into a really nice chocolatey flavor. Yep. And then I'll tell you, the burp ups has more chocolate. Eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I think, yeah, al- I think almost fudgy. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the, the chocolate is just yeah. really pronounced in it to me, and I'm I'm super. I couldn't be happier with this beer. Yeah. As far as like the the program we're working on, mm-hmm. uh, I want to do. And even I, more of this what what I will say though, which is really weird, me. Tom and Zach, who are pretty much who kind of direct where the beers go. I mean, yeah. but John d- definitely does too. But we are not big uh, barrel barrel aged beer drinkers, so okay. yeah. we, we definitely know them. But mm-hmm. it's not it's not your it's not your search out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it's you know I'll I'll you know well I I can't wait to see what people think of it just because of that like. I, yeah. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Like our really vivid don't. alcohy was, and, and again, a similar way. We we made um, a fruit wine at nine percent, and it was a little bit drier, sort of mm-hmm. like this, and uh, had a lot of great fruit presence. And uh, the people didn't; they don't seem to know what it is. Mm. So in that way, so in this way, we at least hopefully think it's going to go in a little more predictable trajectory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely good. So we, the, the problem with the problem with the, the vivid now was you use champagne yeast, so that's <laughs> yeah. always kind of polarizing. Mm-hmm. That's a, so. that sounds a bit like um, Dogfish Head. They did that fruitful fortful or what, what the fuck ever it was. It's like an eight. It was like an eighteen percent like yeah. wine fruit. Oh, fucking, yeah, I know which right. one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they make it too much again. anymore. Yeah, I don't think they make it too much anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it, I think it was yeah. I mean, far more polarizing. We're going to continue to uh, to push that boundary in that way, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're yeah. definitely not done with that series either. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of time. We like to there. we like to sell them before we make the new ones or right. have it trail so, off sort into of the other. Sour wine hybrid. Mm-hmm. You know, if like we're going to talk about things like I, I want to learn as a producer of alcohol. Like I'm really starting to look at understanding some wine stuff yeah, just okay. to help produce some of like higher ABV sours. I think there's right some crossover there. So I've had a little bit of that. My family always made fruit wines and stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. So they're, I'm very familiar with the basics. Uh, but my step parents are Italian. They used to make table wines and stuff. So they're sort of like I'm table wine, limoncello. <laughs> I definitely think like, I mean, at the end of abjuration, you know, we're at year five. In, in your, you know, 15 or 20, would we have 
a distillery or a winery, a cidery, and everything else. I'm like, well, I don't want to be told I can't do something. Yeah. So if it's like $2,000, I'll probably, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, do a bake sale or something twice and then get the money. Abjuration the meadery. Abjuration the distillery. <laughs> abjuration yeah. the lunchbox. I just, yeah, 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 like space balls. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like where you're going with that. Yeah, no, specifically, but it's, it's you know, once you're doing a thing, you, you want to know what happens when you do it, and so do all your friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like we get a lot of times. Why don't you make a cider? Or why don't you make a mead? And they're like, because they like our just, fruited sours lean so so fully in that learning. direction. Just like yeah. the brewery, like we just iteration everything to keep learning. Yeah. I just I have to keep my brain learning. Yeah. You know? but, I mean, plus you guys also incorporate a lot of honey into your beers as well. well we so. do. There, I think so there's a it, lot of things we can mead. learn yeah. from that style of mm-hmm. alcohol production yeah, you know? yeah. so I don't, I don't meat doesn't sound out of the rail it, it's yeah. almost like the confectionery versus being a baker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so you're it's all the same things you're doing but in one you make like a three-layered take a cake with tears mm-hmm. all over it and the other one you just make a rival of a bread mm-hmm. you know and, and both could be amazing depending on how you do it right but it, and it's all the same art but it's just different different ends of the same art that's yep. why i view all the different cideries and meteries like we're using you know Yeast and real, you know. Yeah, know. it's all yeast and it's all fruits and it's all yeah. things getting fermented. What like, branch of the tree do you want to go down? Yeah, I mean, distilling's explosive. That's the only problem, I guess. So. Yeah, <laughs> can be dangerous. But. <laughs> Collab. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, uh, you know, everybody come down uh, for the fifth anniversary. Check out this beer. But in the meantime, we're going to play a game. So, Adam, what have you prepared we for everybody? We are going to play a game. It's a, a nice little game we've played on here before. And there are no losers on this one because we are going to play... Nobody asked you. <laughs> awesome. And that is a game where we steal questions from the internet that nobody asked us in particular, but we're going to answer them anyways. Um, so this one is a little bit different because I'm going to ask you in two different facets. I'm going to ask you as, as it from a business owner standpoint and from oh. a beer drinker standpoint. Oh, boy. Oh, that's awesome. So that's so much better. Kind of a two-parter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, I love it. You know, Thank you. you. Approach it professionally and personally. And oh, I will no. be answering as a podcaster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but that really, really helps too, because like there's a lot of difference between those two things. Mm-hmm. Oh, it really helps. Thank you. So, and Steve, you can just say Patreon, 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 mm-hmm. and you'll be good. Nice. That way, you, you can cover the uh, the podcast side of things. So, the first question, and this comes from Firm Salamander off of the Beer subreddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ask. What do you think of an app that lets you know if people at a bar or brewery are open to interaction or not? Hmm. Sort of a sort of like when you go to the Brazilian steakhouse, you know, you flip the paddle one way or yeah. another. I'm yeah. ready to rock on this. I think Dave will, Dave will knock this out of the park too. Uh, I'm a little confused exactly what the question is. Let me give is. my answer. I think okay. you'll, you'll figure it out. Okay. Um, we want to be both here, and I want both of me's to say both here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I think the best part about a brewery is it isn't you drinking at home. And I think if you don't want to be interactive, then someone should respect your space. Agreed. Because we have a lot of people here on laptops or bringing a book or having their own time. But in a normal social, they're trying to be out of it. So you say, hello, what are you drinking? You know what I mean? I would expect them to be like, oh, yes, blah, 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 so-and-so. And like everyone uses norms. Mm-hmm. But I, we definitely want to be the place where you go and have a beer and have a conversation. We talked to almost everyone we can still. Now we're showing people the back of house again. Right. You know, doing the brewery tours. Yeah, I mean, I think it also depends on the day of the week it is. Well, know. if it's slammed yeah. on Friday, it's really hard to be too personable. Right. Because you've got like 18 <laughs> people in line. Yeah. But on Tuesday, Monday night, 
for sure. Yeah. You know. have, a, have a nice conversation. Can, or Saturday afternoon. Can, can I, hold on. I just want to get some clarification. Because yeah. I think Tom's yeah, Tom saying from the uh, side of like people, like customers talking to him. Right. I'm talking customer to customer. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I want okay. it to be a raucous, like, you know, signing of the independence kind of moment where everybody's just talking and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, hanging out and being people together. I, yeah. I, 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 that's what I meant about what I think Dave would agree with is he, I, you've always thought breweries were for people to get together. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's what the, yeah, that's what yeah. the original just ale houses were for. That for. And that's, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, but we need more people just talking face to face and not talking to each other on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 100% agree with that. Yeah. 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 And I mean, he thinks a brewery is a good point for that because then you yeah, get a little I bit. Think, of, yeah. I think breweries have a responsibility in that mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was the original point of the ale houses and the ale houses mm-hmm. were supposed to be your third place yes. because you had work and you had home mm-hmm. and to detach from both of those, you went to your third place. Yep. And that's where you met and talked with people. You learned about politics or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you talk to your community, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I kind of like that app, but for whatever reason, it triggered some dumb shit in my brain. <laughs> that sounds right. That's it, what I thought immediately too. Yeah, <laughs> it made me think of like there, there's those parties that people have in like their twenties. Oh, they put keys in a bowl. Not a key party, Tom. Oh, okay. Not I'm a sorry. key party. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> I have a bad past. It's not. It's it's not too far off though. But there's a party where you you dress in red, yellow, or green. Oh yes, and stoplight so, party. Yeah, so you yeah stoplight party. So you show up, and if no. you're wearing green, that means you're good to go. Oh golly! You know, if you're wearing yellow, you're open, and right. if you're wearing red, it means you're taken. But you're willing. Yeah, I mean, you can still talk to people. Right, I'm a human being. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's it not just, a meat suit for you to have your pleasures yeah, with. But it's just right, like yeah, people's yeah. intentions. <laughs> No, but seriously, you know, because so many people are just like, I don't know, they get the whole wrong idea. I think it's totally okay to, you know, be in space with each other. And and the safety culture is a real problem sometimes. And we're coming back out of that with COVID. This is not the direction you thought I was going with it. Not at all. So (laughs) I'm here for it. As we're coming back out of being stuck in our houses together, everyone's timid. Everyone wants to know what are the new norms? What are the new laws? What do we look like as we come out of the great stop? Mm-hmm. Right? The Thanos snap of our real times was turning everything off and hiding in our houses for fear of death or whatever, or just not not being allowed to go out by whatever law, depending on how you thought about it. And and we're still trying to figure it out. And so I think in that way, I think you see where I'm going here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think in that way, those parties are, are good in that way because anything which enables people to go out and enjoy their space mm-hmm. is a good. Yeah. Right? So in that way, we have a beer. You come in. Our tap room is representative of everyone is welcome. As soon as you walk in, when you see a beer that is of the style that you like, you feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, the diff- the greater plenitude of beers we can have on for all the people, the more they all feel welcome. And I really hated back in the day telling someone that we don't make sour beers. Because it meant that I didn't want them to be in our space. <laughs> they might as well tell them to go home, you know. Yeah. And that that hurts. And I didn't like that, and they didn't like it. Unfortunately, well, that is no longer a problem. It's not a problem anymore. No, no. absolutely. Yep. Right. So, so that was not going the way you all thought. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think with that app though, you know, like people can put up like signals of like what they want to talk about. Yeah, that's true. They could be like, I'm willing to talk sports with you. I'm willing to talk uh, beer with you. I like that idea where you can kind of curate yeah. a little bit. Right. right. That way you don't have some jag who just wants to talk fucking politics with right. you right. coming up to you. Like, no, no, that's not where this conversation is. Mm. We can right. talk D&D. We can talk video games. We can talk right. horror movies. We can talk these things. Yeah. So and then Marvel. you go, 
Is this actually an app or is this someone That's just what, saying? It's just an idea somebody had, but hmm. I'm improving upon it right now, real time. Patent pending. Yeah. Hmm. So we just have to find a different app developer. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I feel like younger generations will love stuff like this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, well, they want that safe mode where they don't have to worry about negative yeah. interactions. Exactly, and that's They're why so that's why you put the ta- that's why you put the tags on it. Yeah. Of like, this is what we can talk about, and these are the interests. Imagine making such a toxic world that like you've been growing up. Because they're these we're talking about people a little bit younger than us, and they're just like, wow, you know what? I'm not even going to try if it's going to be bad. You know what I mean? So, and I think in that way, it happens. We have to encourage everybody to come back out. You yeah. know what I mean? Be a good place. Be that a safe place. Be shown as a safe place. You don't have to brag about it. Just mm-hmm. keep being it, and yeah. everyone will feel safer. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one, because we already kind of covered this in the in the first segment, so I'm only going to ask this from a personal standpoint mm-hmm. as a beer drinker. Period. Okay. What do you think of brewery collabs? Mm. Purely from a beer drinker standpoint, not from a business standpoint. Okay. But from a beer drinker standpoint. From a beer drinker standpoint, that's simple. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it is. Yeah, yeah, you want new beers, you want fresh beers. Collabs are great. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. forces breweries to make new beers. Mm -hmm. From a drinker, that's awesome. It's always a win for them. Right? Okay. And it normally pushes people out of boundaries too. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine from someone drinking, like I even saying that you're a certain drinker could be controversial. But I, I, I like to drink new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, I, I do. That's why the brewery functions the way that we function. <laughs> we make new things all the time. Yeah. Um, so I like to drink that way. So I think collabs lean into that. Yeah. Now, I think there may be. I mean, I think it's that that is the that's the core of a collab, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sammy, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> so it's otherwise good. we'd all be drinking Guinness. Agreed. Right. Which okay. I'm not saying. Yeah. Yeah. Is I, the perfect I could deal beer. with that. I could deal with Guinness. But it, I, I, I've actually had some conversations with people along these lines, and there are some people out there that think that, it, especially if you team up with a a brewery that is very strong in one category, that it the other brewery that comes along may have a tendency to hamstring that stronger brewery and you don't get as strong of a product. There are mm. people out That's there that have that, have that mindset. So oh, no, I, but, think, yeah. I think that that answer, though, is more to what you were saying. Like that, it, You said to look at it from a consumer standpoint. Correct. Right. Yeah. But as a consumer, we once made a collab, and I'll talk as generically as possible. Yeah. The brewery's not in existence. And we wanted to go in a different direction with the beer, and the beer that ended up going out actually hurt us on untapped and it wasn't the best product that we thought our customers wanted mm-hmm. but because we were collabing and it was such an important beer we just said cool yeah whatever yeah you know and that's happened to us mm-hmm. yeah the experience yeah. was worth more than what quote unquote blowback you got yeah, yeah and, but i think it worked out for everybody a business thing that, uh, yeah. but i yeah. guess it kind of is a little bit yeah the that. customers that had that one collab from us were definitely like well, well yeah, it doesn't have the abjuration effect and i was like well we didn't brew it at our house so. yeah if yeah, i mean if the customers had an yeah. expectation so I, I like I'm not gonna I'm not trying to like poo poo what happened with you guys because I, I don't even remember mm. the beer, but like I'm being an example, awesome. uh, an example that I think really worked really well is something that we had recently was there the collab between Mondays and Cellarworks mm-hmm. is Mondays was able to brew uh, you know a, a tamave pivo a dark you know a dark lager on yeah, a system check, yeah yeah that it's a lot bigger. Than what they have. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and so that yeah. like it got it to the. How big is Mondays? Well, you're gonna see you're gonna see more of that Time. type of thing mm-hmm. in the future of this area's beer, which is I a good think. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
Because sure. I, I think the, the brewery scene around here is strong enough that you don't have to worry about that that mindset of anybody being hamstrung. Right. Sure. That, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. the players around here are strong enough that that's not an issue. Yeah. Yep. But but with that, with the ca- uh, go And you have out. great people in this industry. Yes. They're yeah. just going to help people right. in general. Yeah. And I mean, that's a that's a hallmark of the yeah. Pittsburgh area in general. But yeah, I mean, with that collab I was talking about, like it, it, it was able to introduce Monday's, you know, because it's a very Monday's recipe on a very seller works size. So it was able to get it out to a lot of people in that mm-hmm. way. And uh, another collab is like anytime somebody who isn't even completely open yet gets to, you know, oh, yeah. collab with a brewery yeah. that can, you know, yeah. Give them distribution, and like the one that comes to mind automatically is the Fermata mm-hmm. uh, uh, Allegheny City that I had. I think it's earlier we, this year. We've done, mm-hmm. we've done this. Yeah, yeah we did Union we, Brothers. We did Union Brothers. One yeah, day yeah. So I mean, yeah, oh, did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Zach's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we made a, um, a yeah, he peanut butter us a cup. Collab, yeah, Zach, he does. If still, you're yeah. listening, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. only but we were we wait till his bigger system is up and running because we get all. It's up and running, Zach. Give us a call. The Tupperware store. For real, yeah, I, we did. I talk to Zach uh, all the time. He knows. He already yeah. knows this. So. Yeah. I feel like he's holding it for like a special day. Like, for come sure. on. We did a milkshake on. ale with it was uh, peanut butter uh, Reese's cups. Reese's oh, cups. Yeah. It was damn good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he's. Yeah. I mean, he came right into it. He was like, it was really fun to work with. Yeah, and we did a full brew day. Yeah, and that was still when it was me and you brewing. Yeah. Zach he wasn't did, even. Yeah. Here. Oh no, the yeah, other was, Zach, 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 yeah, Zach yeah. our brewer, right. not Zach. Right? Yeah, it was us. Yeah, but the the best part is, you know, I believe it's a moral imperative to grain out when you're the guest, <laughs> and everyone should agree. Everyone so far we've been around has agreed that that's what you should do. <laughs> that's what and, we've done so far. Yeah. So, and I, I I'm not saying that if you don't want to grain out at my place, you didn't actually. Do Even though it was a bigger system, we really knew what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, with the, at eleventh hour, it was super fun. <laughs> that was great. That was great. He was he was a. He was like he was a little, a little trying to figure us out. We're trying to figure him out, and uh, uh, Carrie from Couch was there at the time. He was like the third real collab guy, and he was we had a great time. It was one of the best times we ever had, and we just because we have you know we all are open within you know six months of each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're in that that class of kids that came through Pittsburgh, and now you're looking at all the new breweries that are open, mm-hmm. and you're in. They look to you for certain things when you talk to them, and you're like, "Oh, I'm the adult now." <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're at least juniors in the class, <laughs> right? Like, I think we're the plucky junior that you're they the think third they, year, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, they think they can get something from us because we like know what the big kids are doing, and they're like, "Hey, what are the big kids doing?" And we're like, "Oh, you don't want to know." We're like, "Oh yeah, I do. It's, it's called work." <laughs> oh fuck, no, I'm not doing work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the time, and it's really horrible. Really, yeah, it's horrible. Then, Damn it. Yeah, but it's better than doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool, though. I mean, you know, hey. We've actually... Uh, I thought we just were a, still playing a game. Yeah, now. we were playing a game. <laughs> One of the things just in the game is we managed to have three people go on to permanent jobs since we've been opened in mm-hmm. here. One is, awesome. one is working for us now, and then two other people went to work on uh, in their own their own paths. And for the sure, five year, sure, but someone else should bring that, that up, not you. That's, they should. That's, I, we're not the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in that way, uh, one of the things you're most proud of in the five years, just to sneak it into this part, sure, because I, our staff, I missed it, is our, our staff, yeah. is our people, and right. what we we try to do to get like player coaching. Like making sure people have like every opportunity to follow what they want to do in beer here. Mm-hmm. We have done our very best yeah. and mindfully so to get out out of our way. Abjurationally so. 
Yeah. Yeah, Same mindful. But, but also emotional to, you know, yeah, people. It's hard on. to lose people. Yeah. Oh, God so, damn it. Yeah. Right? You know, but you know they're going on to better things and, you know, you, just get, you get to hug them later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's cool. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially if they're still, you know, sticking in the industry. I mean, you'll see them again yeah. somewhere. Oh, sure. <laughs> They'll pop back up. Yeah. You got another question? I do have another question. All right, go so for I'm it. I'm trying then. to keep yeah. us on track. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> really trying. So uh, we'll just keep it to three. Okay. Because we've had good conversation sure, yeah. here. Uh, you've traveled back in time to give yourself beer advice. Mm. We'll go back eight years. Eight years. All right. Good. What is your advice? And I'm going to ask both from a Personal and professional. You should make us both answer separately. Yeah, yeah I'm sure in other rooms. See, we right? got <laughs> like, like, I'll go first so Dave can confirm okay. his answer. That's the most fair thing I can do because I'm always right. We got here. plenty of tape. Yeah, right. So one, I would say open now. Mm-hmm. Just open with a with a quarter barrel brewery in a van down by the river. Just start <laughs> now because we were good enough then. We would have learned it on a fast enough pace, I think, to be in a much better position than we are today. If we have – we – we're trying to worry about branding a little bit too much. And I would tell myself eight years ago, be more aggressive mm-hmm. because the product is great and have more faith in ourselves. Yeah. I like that. That's a good answer. Mm, yeah. And then as a beer drinker, um, stop drinking whiskey. Okay. Eight years oh, ago, just okay. be like, don't drink hard liquor ever again. Stop, stop, stop. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would be my answer for both. All right. Okay. Uh, Jameson specifically, just don't do that. Uh-huh. I love Jameson. So, I haven't had hard liquor in a bunch of years. So, so we'll turn the mic over. So I have to answer. Uh, we don't have to. No, no. It's a business that uh, opened bigger than we should have, which we actually should have done, but op- op- open bigger than we actually opened at. Uh, we'd be much further along in terms of capacity or yeah. bigger space system, bigger thing, or, bigger okay. Okay. Yeah, oh, we bigger should have opened with what we have now. Gotcha. But, yeah. yeah. So we lost even more time from that. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. We right. learned how to make great beer and learned the industry, but there was definitely a pause for us mm-hmm. on a, on a, on a personal level, personal on the beer drinker side. Uh, Beer drinker side. Um, what if you'd made the first hazy? Oh. Learn, <laughs> learn, learn hazies. Mm-hmm. He only said he only yeah. said eight years. He only eight said eight years. years. Yeah, yeah. You still got to, uh, you know, that two only, and a half years haven't even come out yet. Eight years. Yeah, ago, that only puts right? you at two thousand fourteen. You still yeah. got to go back to twenty. So weirdly, to beat, like uh, we would have been. Making, <laughs> oh, is it oh eight? Was the first hazy? We weirdly would have been. That making, was the first. That was the first heady top year, we I believe. Weirdly, oh, okay. would have probably been making hazies, but like. We thought that was an issue, and we would, you know, tried to get them to clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. We were throwing so much hops and beers. We're like, why can't we get yeah. them to look like other people's? And it's because we were gnarly, you know. So it's actually like we were doing 180 kickflips and stuff before mm-hmm. we had any idea that other kids weren't doing it. Yeah, <laughs> Ollie, what's an Ollie? It's the home roller, but we right. should have we should have locked on to that mm-hmm. flavor profile yeah. and ran with it because we would have got better at it. But right. we didn't. I, mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Because just there wasn't, you know, what I've done sour sooner, I mean. right? Yeah. It, the, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, eight years ago was probably about the first time hazy started hitting in it, in our area. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would argue that yeah. was like another type of hazy beer that you were getting like weird West Coast hazy stuff mm-hmm. here that was like mm-hmm. just super fresh, right? Mm-hmm. Flash, yeah. Got some uh, the stone stuff at that yeah. time, like mm-hmm. right. even the yeah. 
eight years is probably not hell town, but that super early hell town stuff was like just yeah, yeah. juice in a also, glass. Oh yeah. But it wasn't hell town. But it right? wasn't it <laughs> wasn't like no one considered that haze, but it was definitely haze. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody was saying New England IPA. Right. But there was beers that had haze in them. Yeah. That yeah. And then I would say like 2014 was where you probably started seeing early versions of that. And then 2016 is when it really fucking just came crashing down. And for whatever reason, we adopted the fucking New England attitude. <laughs> we're we're gonna have all kinds of it's fucking, all about branding. Yeah. We're gonna have all kinds of fucking New England hi, hazy IPAs. How about that? Uh, I'm gonna make Dave happy and not comment. You <laughs> <laughs> let this one go. Yep. Thank Ed, you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Yes. And that's how you play. Nobody asked you. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, somebody hold claps. Up. Somebody claps. <laughs> My eight years ago. No, I think I answered this. You kind of did. No, we answered. Well, no, I think you. Asked that on a separate episode. Did I? Yeah, because because oh. my eight years ago answer was like, don't drink that CBS. Ooh. Oh yeah. CBS, burn. CBS was I. We bought a CBS and it was too fucking hot, and I drank it the same year, and I was pissed as hell, and it, I was, I mean, and this was even before we found out founders was racist, but right, like I was like. <laughs> This, we didn't know. <laughs> this, this beer is so goddamn hot and disgusting. Like, why are you selling it now? I have to I have to sell her this for a whole another year before it's even good. Yeah. And then, uh. And but. then, uh, yeah, because we bought that, that, uh, that was December of 2017. Mm -hmm. And I finally got into mine this summer. <laughs> he held his for I'm five a, years. I'm a, a really Did it get better. Oh, way better. Yeah. I have an oh, edgy yeah. question for you guys. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, just to give Dave you, a pucker. Yeah, I know you just, you just told me you were gonna just be quiet. So it's where a, it's an edgy question for us though. So where we'll do see you where. guys see National Distro Beer represented within like the craft palette going? So now you mm. have like like so Anweiser Bush bought up everybody they could. Right. And Modelo and everybody else did the thing, right? And they bought all the, you know, the big producers of their areas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now we're back to like local bakeries and, you know, Wonder Bread. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think the customer's gonna do in the next five years? Do you think they're gonna stick around in craft beer land or they're gonna start drinking uh, Coors Banquet? And I mean, okay, here's here's my edge lord here's my edgelord hot take of what you brewers not specifically you guys, because right. I actually don't see you guys doing it, mm -hmm. but in brewers in general, is you all have to stop fucking promoting hams and cores right. and all these oh, all these fucking more. macros, because then it says to the customer, why the fuck should I buy your product when you don't even like your product? You're not drinking it as a primary. You're yeah. You're, oh. dr you're drinking this fucking $11 trash. Right. Why the fuck should I should buy your stuff when you think $11 trash is better? Yeah, that's an interesting take. I like that. That's fun to think about. I mean, yeah. that's simple business. Like, yeah. if you're if you were a filmmaker, right? It's one of the reasons why, like, it's like uh, pornography of beer, yeah, is the hams or, in, or let's just say PBR. Somebody needs to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's, it's not right. It, actually, hams is just gonna give me a. It's, it's they're not, send not, a check in the mail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but that way it, it gets the job done. But it's not real love. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody loves you for that. <laughs> but Ham doesn't love you. Yeah. It's, but it's it's, it's, it's much more. It's actually much more in the league of like you see Scorsese out there and he criticizes like how shitty and factory made like Disney movies are. Oh sure, yeah, absolutely. And like he's right. right. Like the, they're they're just churned out. Yeah. And like I'm not saying they're not entertaining, mm -hmm. but like 
if you are a high level filmmaker, why are you going to suck the dick of like the latest Marvel or Star Wars Mm -hmm. rather than talk about something like the Triangle of Sadness, which is out here at the Parkway Theater Lounge right now? Yeah. (laughs) So it kind of makes you seem like an asshole to ask people mm -hmm. to buy things that, you know, you don't seem to believe in. Oh, I I totally couldn't agree more on that. That's, I mean, I've been guilty of having, (laughs) uh, you know, I go when I'm at the Pens game. I will get all the bats out of the 12 beers that I have available. <laughs> yeah, right. tackle me if I whip one of my own out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying don't yeah. drink it. I'm just saying when you look at social media. Oh, for sure. How yeah, you much, do you, how much yeah. do you see brewers fucking just pounding hams? Yeah. We've all like, been guilty for, of a hams pound, though. So. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, but I... I but just to, to go at your analogy for a second, like mm-hmm. filmmaking and beer making are not quite the same. Thing. No, they're not you quite know, the same. I mean, I'm just saying when you're trying to sell a product. Yeah. You know, it, you I, it's, all, it's all product right. seller. It, like, okay, another way would be like if you're a baker, you want to sell your artisan stuff. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to be caught fucking pounding great value cinnamon yeah. rolls from Walmart. You're, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're definitely exactly right. I, there is more chaos that I think people mm-hmm. like want to let on yeah. and it, it's only going to get worse I think is there a subversive counter to what we're trying to do in beer going on that's toxic in beer <laughs> is that what you're saying Steve because we all know that oh, I mean I, th- on, I so think I just think yeah. if you if you want people to not go back to that stuff yeah you know well no you but there's a you see a lot of social media based around the idea if you put lactose or something sweet in a beer, mm-hmm. you've done something morally wrong to somebody, right? And uh, you know, and that's those people, and they can enjoy their products, and I, I wish the best for them. Yeah. But am I going to be bullied into not doing it? Uh, I won't be bullied into anything. Sure. So, and in, in that way, uh, you, if you come here, we'll find still beers you like, even mm-hmm. if you're the most diehard lactose is Satan yeah. type person, or if you're like you know. Fruited sour beers make me question my identity or whatever it is that makes you not want to go to a brewery because they have a beer that someone else is drinking that's not in your hand mm-hmm. that you don't like instead of just the beer that you could love. We have that beer you can love on the list. Yeah. And so we've always done our very best to have the multi ambers on and the more traditional beers and the classic IPAs. And, you know, we I, I find especially the oat lager is in that same way is exactly that beer. Sure. For sure, but that wasn't quite what Steve was no, of saying. Course. <laughs> but, but, but it's around about referencing the problem, which is that a lot of people want to tell you that you can't drink something. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can't kiss who I like. Well, I can't yeah. vote how I like. And I can't yeah. love who I like. And I mean, yeah, so not, it's I'm all not, the same thing to me. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying, yeah, yeah. hey, I'm not saying you can't do those things. Yeah. I'm just saying people should be way more aware that everybody's watching what you're For doing. For sure. Yeah. But, but I think what you're saying, what you're showing is, is how much of that, that gleeful counterculture is going on within, mm-hmm. like, what we consider pushing the envelope. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. Right. It's, it's go a li- too far. Have you even thought about it? Yeah, yeah we it's, did. It's a little too. Yeah, it's a little too obvious, and it, it like it doesn't instill confidence in you know everybody else. Like, especially if it, I I get like the difference between drinking like a heavily lactose you know IPA and then hams. Those aren't the same beer, right? But if you're a brewery who's putting out lagers, you know I. I I don't follow Notch or anything, but I feel like you mm. probably never see Notch post on their social media drinking. Maybe they do. Yeah. But I feel like if they're posting on social media, they're probably posting their loggers, not somebody else's. Yeah. So, yeah. No, just saying. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Drink local. Adam, you know, it really <laughs> is important. You know what I mean? Because you want to, you want your bakery to be in your backyard. Oh, yeah. For you sure. You want to drive 10,000 miles to get a loaf of bread and you want your beer to be just as fresh. Right? And, and, and I mean, it's kind of the whole reason like why I've, 
I got into drinking craft beer is because I wanted to support things that I believed in. You know, don't yeah, make me you. don't thank make you. me not believe in the things. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see where my dollar is going. Yeah, for sure. I want I want my dollar. People, people yeah. have told us that here to our face at at the the register that I know every dollar I spent on beer here made me better mm-hmm. beer. And yeah, like like wow, that's awesome. Thank you. They've been coming here for five years, and like you keep making better beer, I keep coming. Right, mm-hmm. and and unfortunately, you had mentioned earlier like Modelo and and AB InBev and all of them are buying up all of these you know mid level craft breweries. Yeah. And it's blurring that line a whole hell of a lot. Correct. So you have to be in the know to understand where your dollar is going. Mm-hmm. And if you know, you know, and I hate that phrase, but if you know, you can avoid it. But if you don't know, you know, you can have a fancy label and like, oh, we're from, you know, Bridgeport, Connecticut. We're local, but yeah. not really. Yeah. yeah. And, and well, they don't want you to know. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah there's a, there's enough people who don't care. Yeah. To like do that kind of research, mm-hmm. and th- and that's fine. Well, I get that. It, it's but fine. there's so many more products now. Yeah. When Dave and I used to go to the you know D's hot dog shop and put together like you know eight beers to take back to a house party and get weird with, I'm getting like, hobgoblin, <laughs> elephant, and like you know Findem on and all that stuff. Yeah. Like there was only a hundred and some beers to choose from on earth at that time <laughs> that we could get our hands on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now you go to a distributor and you have local products, national products. Like everything stacked on top of each other, plus mm-hmm. distro, plus those same hundred beers are all in the same mm-hmm. room. Right. And I'm like, wow, how do you keep challenging the customer to remember you exist? That's wild to me. Yeah. Yep. Adam, did you have a consumer hot take or where you thought the future might be? So I think the future is is still going to be local because I, I feel that once you get into the regional, and I, I don't take like Great Lakes as an example. Mm-hmm. They make good beer. But as, as a beer drinker, aside from one or two of their products, like their Christmas beer, when was the last time you ever sought anything from them out? Right. They, mm. they just blend in into the background mm-hmm. because you're either going for that, you know, $11 case of Montucky cold snack or you're going for the four pack of the local stuff right over here. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of left behind. And I feel that eventually there's some of those big ones. Green Flash is a good example of that. And now, granted, they kind of did that to themselves because they tried to expand too fast. Right. But some of those, I think, are going to start seeing some contractions and collapse in the next four or five years. Yeah. 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 I'll I'll speak this just real quick. Uh, Green Flash is a little more than, I would say, regional. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, they tried to go national and fell apart. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Great Lakes is regional and... uh, I mean, honestly, I was inspired by Great Lakes. As they make great beers. When we were home brewing those, for, I mean, their their stuff was amazing. Mm-hmm. And that definitely helped inspire me. I can name me. ten of their beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. too. Let's do yeah. this. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, yeah, I mean, there'll be you know, there's going to be ebb and flows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just right. have to make good beer, right? Yeah. That's right, and I, and I think that they would be on the contraction rather than the collapse side of things. We got it's we got it's tough with as many people that open mm-hmm. to make beer. There's only so much beer to be bought, and mm-hmm. right. uh, the beer market is not expanding from what we've seen from local right. or local from younger generations. It's not right. mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. like everything else. So that the, the market is just not like a big tap in market that we're right. right. Yeah. If the Z's were all drinking beers, no, they were drinking yeah. everything. So you're yeah. only getting ten percent of the Z's, and like that's a good maybe, point. You know, as you move up, maybe twenty percent of the millennials. You know, thirty percent of the millennials drink beer. Mm-hmm. Other ones are crack cocktails. Don't drink beer. You know what I mean? Don't drink anything. Mm-hmm. You know, love pop, non. You know, soda for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like you saw, like seltzer, like 
it boomed, but then it collapsed really quick. Yeah. But I mean, it's, there's still dollars there's still being built. Share yeah, yeah. Of it yeah. only collapsed in a certain yeah. way. Yeah, but it's still like, yeah. yeah, like you're saying, like the Zs are, they're spreading the mm-hmm. dollars out oh, across yeah, sure. all of those products. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, because they're figuring it out too. And mm-hmm. if the millennials didn't believe that you could tell them something beforehand, the Zs think it's a joke that you think you could tell them something oh, yeah. beforehand. <laughs> they're like, oh, really? You know what I like? <laughs> right? Instead of being offended by it. I know. I, I hate that generation. They took, yeah. they take all of my like anti corporatism and nihilism and everything mm. and they turn it up to 11 and it's like there was my gimmick fuck off <laughs> <laughs> right. but I now I, the man before I was cool <laughs> yeah but now I'm old and irrelevant and they're just doing it better and funnier than I am and I yeah. hate it <laughs> the content is great amongst the kids I think they're doing a great job yeah I'm, they're hilarious I, I they don't give a shit. <laughs> they know the world's no going to be over. Yeah, the yeah. world's going to be over. So what the fuck? And I'm like, damn it. I think stole my steez. Legit, <laughs> legit. The whistling in hell generation is the oh, yeah. They're like, oh, how much worse could it be? Yeah. They're like, whatever. You already took everything from me. I don't even get to graduate <laughs> high school with my friends. Like, yeah. you're going to tell me how bad this is. I didn't get a graduation. I didn't get a prom. I'm never going to own a house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. What the fuck? Fuck we- you. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm thinking, and they're doing it with a lot of class. Yeah. I would say. Well, they're doing Compared it funny. To how well we did it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, but all right. That's that's how you talk about this. Uh we do we finish this beer? Do we talk well, about we oh, finish it? Mine. Yeah, we finished this beer oh, okay. and we're we're gonna come back and we're gonna put them all on the podium as we do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's come back real quick with to the I guess uh, is there an official name for it? Bourbon barrel imperial stout or yeah, just bourbon bur- uh no uh barrel aged imperial stout okay. version one point oh. This is the first barrel aged stout. For the for the for the fifth anniversary of abjuration. Yeah, uh it was enjoyable. It's easy to drink surprisingly. Uh like there is that hot there's that hot barrel burn up front, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't linger in a really offensive way. It doesn't overburn you. And then you also get that complexity of the chocolate on the back end that I really enjoyed. So, yeah, people are going to enjoy this one coming up in two weeks or so. And and to clarify, the the chocolate notes, that's coming from the grain bill rather than an adjunct addition of chocolate? Correct. It's just, yep. Yeah, there's no there's no actual chocolate or anything in that. It's Mm -hmm. just... Just a straight up and down. Just grain, yeast, yep. Straight up. Just the core four. It's a, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a Ryan's Gavalta beer, which is really wild that we pulled that off uh, in a weird way. I don't know if right. barrels are right. <laughs> they used barrels yeah. back then, Dave. I think sure. we'll, we'll round sure. up. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean the whiskey and then the barrel would be. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, okay. Yeah. The commissar might come around with a wavy something. finger on you. Oh, All right. right. Yeah, um, fair enough. Hey, I, I, get, I get paranoid about the commissar. <laughs> so, uh-oh. <laughs> don't turn around. Uh-oh. No, I know. All right. I just wanted to see how far you were going to go. It's not that far. Sorry, we don't want to get a hit. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, let's go to the podiums where we rank all the beers that we had tonight. Bronze, silver, gold. It's kind of tough because, I mean, they were all very good and they're all different styled. I'm going to go bronze. I'm going to give to the Oot Lager. I enjoy that beer a lot and it's super drinkable and it's very refreshing. And I would definitely like... Enjoy that at like a tailgate or over the summer. It, 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 I don't know. It's just not dark enough or heavy enough. I'm into Schwarzbiers and Pivos right now. That's my that's my jam at the moment. It needs to be dark. I want some Doppelbox. Mm-hmm. This is this is light and refreshing, and it's like no too much spring. Get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really enjoyable though, and uh, I look forward to for uh, more iterations of it. 
But yeah, give that the one, the bronze. Silver, I'm going to give... Uh, uh, this yeah. is interesting. Yeah, it's hard. I know. I've just, I I forgot that you guys have to rate them at the end. Mm, yeah. Well, you do too. You do too. Oh. <laughs> That's why we go first. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna give to the black cherry. Okay. Yeah, I li- I like the black cherry a lot. It's a it's a nice uh it's a nice candy sour. The flavors come through all in a great way. It's not overly sour. It's a little sweet. So I don't know that I could drink too too much of it, um, and then but the cherry flavor is right on point. It's not like medicine-y or anything like that, which is always the scary thing with fucking cherries. Cherries are either too tart or too medicine-y. You know, so many people I, can only I do avoided them. cherry for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll no, back up for years. <laughs> cherry is a very tough flavor. Yeah. As soon as you add alcohol, yeah, there's, there's a, cough syrup for every mm-hmm. kid. In all of North America. <laughs> right. <laughs> Flakes back. You, like, you think about, the like, how many of the really good, good cherry beers are that are out there. Yeah. And it's like, they've been around forever. Yep. So, like, you have the Castile Rouge and the She's yeah. Noof and, or the Nice Shoof, whatever. And then uh, Wisconsin Belgian Red. Like, yep. those are, mm-hmm. those are oh, probably yeah. the top oh, three fucking cherry beers ever, mm-hmm. you know. So, they, they do it right. But then, like, everybody else tries, and it's like, ah, uh-oh. <laughs> but, yeah, this one works really well. Uh, I like it. It's just a little too sweet to have too much of it. Yeah. And so gold I'm going to give to this fifth anniversary barrel-aged uh, stout. It, uh, I think another answer to your question, Tom, about, like, where consumerism is going, mm-hmm. we're seeing the pullback of, like, away from crazy adjuncts. And I'm even noticing it in myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, yeah, I, I'm seeking out more plainer beers, essentially, of just like, you know, Pivos, sports beer, Doppelbach. Like, you know, they're still dark, heavy beers, but like they don't have a bunch of crazy goof shit in them. I still like my goof shit beers. Mm-hmm. I still love them. But like, yeah, I think this one's going to play really well because it is just a straight up and down stout with, you know, the the, the barrel age on it. So, and it, it's just rich and complex on its own without, mm-hmm. you know, but also when you guys do fucking peanut butter cup and coconut, I'll be in line for that as well. So <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> uh, for me, I, again, this one, this is kind of a tough one, but fortunately Steve went first. So I had a little bit of time to think mm-hmm. about it. I think I'm going to go with the dark cherry in the bronze metal position. And Steve kind of touched on it and Tom touched on it on it as well. And that might've been off mic that the sweetness on it, it's there. But you can't hammer through a four pack of it. Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure. No. Yeah. Uh, so it is. It is kind of a. I'll say a special occasion beer, where you know you know you want something sweet and you want that big burst of flavor. Um, so with that being kind of a special occasion beer, that's the only reason I can justify putting it in the bronze medal position. But somebody's got to be there, so it's going there. Uh, in the silver metal position, I think I'm going to go, actually, I know I'm going to go with the, uh, the oat lager. Uh, I like that beer. Uh, Steve said it, it was, it was too bright for the time and stuff like that. I disagree. I thought it was great. Uh, yeah, but you hate the snow and the cold. You're a fucking baby. <laughs> it's true. It's true. If I could live in Florida right now, well, Florida weather right now, right, not I would. Florida actual. <laughs> <laughs> I would. 
Um, but yeah, I, I've and it snowed today here. Actually. <laughs> I know, I know. Hell yeah! <laughs> I was fully expecting you showing up in shorts. <laughs> waiting I'll, for that. I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I found it to be a really good beer. Uh, I look forward to seeing the variation on on the dark oat lager. Mm-hmm. I, I find that very mm-hmm. intriguing. Um, but this one in and of itself is a good beer. I like the brightness of it. I kind of, it drew me back in and I, I, I can see myself having a couple of those. Unfortunately for those two, it went up against this stout. It's barrel aged stout. I thought it was fantastic. Especially now that I know that there weren't any particular adjuncts in there, that it was just, you know, it was just a straight down the middle recipe, barrel aged El Clasico. And it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. If you can, get it. Thank you. It's fucking, Gold medal. It's fucking dangerous for an 11%. It is. I mean, you'll you'll realize it's 11%. You will, but, but it might be too late if yeah. you go too hard too fast. Yeah, it'll still get you. <laughs> Read the label first. <laughs> it's one of those kind of beers where when we hand it to the customer, you're like, hey, if you could open up by leaving it warm in your hand for a second, mm-hmm. you know, it's always good for the beer. Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah, next one maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Pour it now. Yeah, and I'll then- <laughs> figure that out. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Down it goes. All right, Tom, Dave, whoever wants to go first. I'll, I'll go first. I like this. Because yeah. I'll, go, I'll go first. All right, I'll oh, go first. Okay. I'm going. I'm going the same as Steve. <laughs> I got to put the oat lager and the and the bronze. I love that beer. Uh, this is like picking my kids, but um, the oat lager has got to be in the bronze, and then yeah, the the uh, citrus cherry slushy. A little sweet, but I'm still kind of into it in a weird way. So, uh, yeah, it, it goes it goes in that silver, and then yeah, um, I'm really happy how the the stout turned out. Uh, so it's got to be in my my gold spot as well with you guys. So I'm I'm pretty excited how that turned out. I'm real 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 curious to see what people think of that because uh, I'm happy with it. But you never know. Right. But uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with uh, the mountainy cherry beverage mm-hmm. as the bronze, and then uh, which I really enjoy because I, I like all those those flavors, um, and I think it really shows you know obviously what we do with the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's right there. It does all the cool things, but the oat lager is where I want to go with beer. I think it's cool. I think it's mm-hmm. like it's so normal. You're just doing you know oats, grain, yeast, lager it. You know, mm-hmm. and then of course the gold position is the barrel aged, which is doing the exact same thing, just two eleven yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in that way, um, it shows like a great diversity of, of of mouth and everything that I want in uh, in our higher BVs. We've been searching for this higher BV game the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to be hitting one out of the park is real nice for the five year, and just means we got more bats. You know, yeah, so, sure, yeah. Awesome. Well, why don't you guys continue on and just uh, give everybody the, the social medias and the websites and let everybody know, like, you know, the details coming up for the 26th, you know, wh- whatever you want to put out there. Well, weekday, we're open uh, essentially Thursday through uh, Tuesday. We're only closed Wednesdays, to say mm-hmm. it in a weird way. And uh, essentially Monday, Tuesday, and uh, we're open in a way that a lot of people don't get to go out for. So not a lot of breweries are open, but we allow BYN for, for food. So it's still a really nice time out. And you get to, we have a, a four-pack special on Mondays. So mm. two bucks off. Oh. So that's fun. And then like Thursday through the weekend, we're open until 10 o'clock. 
and you know it's like the normal stuff and uh you know here in the parkway so they will give the social medias yeah i mean social media i think most people know just abjuration brewing it, you just spell that word it'll come up <laughs> for everything <laughs> it's in the episode yeah, yeah. title if yeah, you need help yeah, <laughs> right. you pick a weird name you get it's the one thing you get but uh uh, yeah, I mean, come out for the anniversary, uh, November 26th, I mm-hmm. think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be 12 to 10. Uh, uh, most of the abjuration staff will be here during uh, most of the day, so you can you can talk to us. Uh, Blue Sparrow will be here later. Roger Romero will be here playing, playing here, playing later. Uh, it's going to be a good day. Fire pit's going. Hopefully the weather cooperates at least that it's not raining the whole time. Last year it snowed. Said this already earlier, so it can't be worse than that. But <laughs> right. if it rained all day, it would stink. <laughs> but uh, uh, a lot of new beers on. There'll be beyond some of the beers that even we talked about tonight. There'll be a couple of surprises. Um, we have secrets. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a good day. So uh, stop down and see us. If not, hopefully we will. You know, stop down and see us another time. Yeah, if we're like you know, I mean, we can't make it in that Saturday. You know, the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you'll probably still, hopefully, be able to get some of those beers. Most can't guarantee you. The the stout, I'm I'm worried about. We'll see. I mean, well, we have a decent run of it, but, you know, hopefully it sells out. That would would be great, but, (laughs) you know, we never know. That's what you call good problems. Yeah. Yeah, Either way, we'll be here with open hearts and smiles. So we appreciate all you people. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, well, we'll have a lot of staff on, so hopefully the, you know, we're always cognizant of the the line movement. Like I said, there might be, again, depending on the weather, there might be like a remote spot to to get a beer as well. Yeah, we'll have a second register set up. So we'll see. It's like its own little festival. Hopefully the weather cooperates with us, but (laughs) we'll put in a good word. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Look here, God. (laughs) Okay, not quite like that. There's a little bit like that. There's a lot of sub-deities that are pretty prevalent in North America. We don't necessarily (laughs) Yahweh on this one. You know what I mean? Just just think Allegheny County. Just work local. Fair enough. Okay. (laughs) Well, with that, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcaster like Stitcher Pod, Being Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast. We're on everything that starts in pod and ends in cast. And if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because we are a fifth anniversary show, and you better be here for it. That's right. And uh, that's a bigger crime than... Well, that's actually not a crime. That's no. just the fifth anniversary. Yeah, it's just be here. Yeah, you you ruined you ruined the, the, the thing. I know I did. <laughs> you screwed it up. I zigged when you thought I was gonna zag. <laughs> Got me. But <laughs> yeah, uh thanks again, Tom and Dave, for always coming on the show and always giving us good insight and you know, sharing your beer with us and sharing your space with us and sharing your time with us. Mm, thank you. It's always a it's always a great time. That's why we keep coming back, obviously. Uh, thank you for having us, guys. Seriously. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, it means a lot. A, it, yeah. It, it's been awesome. We kind of grew up together. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and like, you know, I mean, you don't get to look back and say, hey, where did we come from? Unless we're standing next to each other. So, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've definitely seen you, know, you guys go from, you know, the, like the little two barrel system that you had, you know, with, you know, the few taps that you had. And now you have like two fucking pages of stuff taps and cans in the sure fridge the first and time you guys were here we were just a little one barrel, one barrel. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. it might have yeah it might have yeah. just been one barrel yeah yeah oh, no. yeah but well, you guys are 271 through so we're probably yeah. part of that too mm-hmm. that means a lot to us yeah yeah you guys uh, i mean you have at least six episodes i can remember <laughs> and a number of more 
where your beers were on as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We, we try to listen to all of them we can, you know, when I'm at the gym and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, thanks for supporting us. And then, uh, you know, we'll be back next week. Uh, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking Thanksgiving, and it's always hard to plan holiday yeah, shit. So week. We'll shoot some, some gravy or something. Yeah, we'll do sure. gravy shooters. Yeah, we'll do gravy shooters next week. <laughs> so, all right. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. See you guys.